Here on Accidental Kiss, we try our best to do this. Analyze Asian dramas and not relive the trauma. Now that you know what's in store, just sit back and tune in more. Please enjoy our podcast, Accidental Kiss. Welcome to Accidental Kiss. On this podcast, we analyze the representation, or lack thereof, in Asian dramas from the perspective of drama fans. I'm Watanya, I'm Lao slash Laoshin, whichever term you prefer, and I basically grew up with Asian dramas. Hello, my name is Faith. I'm a Black U.S. citizen who was maybe a little too obsessed with Asian dramas in her college days, but now wants to rekindle her love for them through this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We're back with part two of our episode on the Japanese drama Buraku Kosoku, or Black School Rules. If you haven't listened to part one of this episode, we highly recommend you do it before listening to this one. It will give you a lot of much-needed context. And as we always say, context is very important. In this part, we're going to continue discussing the representation and Black School Rules, and we are joined again by our amazing guest, Ayumi, from Sparkle Side Chats with Magical Girl Ayu. Welcome back, Ayumi. Hello, thank you for having me back. And I guess I should probably reintroduce myself for anyone who doesn't know who I am. So again, I'm the, the host of Sparkle Side Chats, but um, also my context for Asian dramas is I didn't grow up with them so much. Um, more recently, I've been watching a lot more of them in the magical girl genre specifically, but um, I'm also very interested in general in representation of half Japanese characters because I am a half Japanese person. <laughs> um, I think that's probably all the information you need. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ayumi. We're, we're really, really glad to have you back. Yes. We're really going to be getting into the... Uh, the nitty-gritty of uh, the representation and black school rules in this episode, so we would really appreciate your perspective on this. Yes, But definitely. before we move on, we will be discussing the entirety of many characters and plot lines. Like, I, I want to say plot lines, but like, to be honest with you, it's... <laughs> The format confuses me, so I'm I I hesitate to say plotline, but yes, plotline. So spoilers <laughs> ahead. <laughs> um, also, we will be discussing parental neglect, bullying, manipulation, the Confederate flag, xenophobia, racism, death from overwork, physical abuse, emotional abuse, trauma, discrimination, abuse of power, obsession, attempted suicide death and grooming in this episode so if you're sensitive to these issues which is completely understandable do prioritize your mental health and overall well-being all right then let's get into it so in this episode we will start by talking about the representation of class as far as we know there aren't any wealthy characters in this show that I noticed. I don't know if you all noticed anyone. No one is specifically labeled yeah. as such. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. And so middle class, I would say um, most of the characters seem to be roughly middle class um, with a few notable exceptions. I mean, I guess Mao and her mom are more mm. on the lower end of middle yeah. class. Yeah, like either low middle class or so something. Something. Yeah. And then I would say 
perhaps one of the male leads, um, Chuya. He he's like he seems to be pretty struggling, especially because his father um, passed away, and so he has to take up a part time job to help support his mother and his family. So you know, definitely on the I would say kind of poorer end of the spectrum. Yeah. And so also the factory workers, I'm pretty sure they're on the poor end because they are making 900 yen, which is like, I guess, about the equivalent of like about $9 an hour for their work. That I remember that being said specifically in one of the episodes. Oh, um, I didn't know that. So they're definitely, yeah, so they're definitely not making that much. Oh, yeah. Ni- 900 yen per hour. Yeah, that's uh, only a bit higher than, what's the word again? Uh, minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. minimum Oh wow, is that higher than minimum wage? Wow. Yeah, minimum wage is like <laughs> no. uh, I believe in Nagoya it's 824. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, speaking of like minimum wage, um we really got to talk about like workers' rights, strikes and unions. So, the factory workers in the drama have like a strike to protest the gross mistreatment that they suffer from the uh comically racist factory manager (laughs) but like it it points to a reality that many japanese companies don't really allow foreign workers to participate with like whether it's like you know uh national politics or politics within the company like Mm, yeah um yeah uh if if you have any anything to add uh, you mean you are my guest so uh. (laughs) (laughs) well um i thank you um i mean i don't really know about this a whole lot personally speaking because i am a japanese citizen but i'm pretty aware of like there this coming up a lot in recent years as you know a lot of people were talking about uh, politics on a global scale especially during um the black uh like black lives matter um marches and so on in 2020 in japan there was a very big commotion made about them being labeled as marches in particular because they didn't want to get have any uh, foreign residents um, getting in trouble at that time um yeah so it's you know it's not mm. something that i know in depth and i'm sure it definitely depends on the area but i do think that it's interesting that you know the in the context of the show the strike was like an idea that they all had together, but you know the factory workers do include uh, a one Japanese man who's a little older, and he probably he, even if he himself didn't have any like personal connection to um, any sort of like you know work uh, striking organizing or so on, um, he might have like that idea a bit more strongly than mm. other folks mm. around like you know younger Japanese people so mm. on. Um, not to generalize a whole lot, but, you know, um, there's there's a, a past history that um, certainly more people have researched better than I have on the topic of, like, the, the history of organizing within Japan. And, you know, even for just Japanese citizens, it's been one thing, but then, like, you know, it's, um, the, there's more risk taken if you are a foreign resident and mm-hmm. you're trying to organize. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, thanks. Mm. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that before, but yeah, thanks for sharing. Um, yeah, I wonder if that was done purposefully because I do think that um, Inoue-san is the most, like, I, I guess, ally, like, I would say, like, the most, like, good, the best example, <laughs> I would say, in this show 
which is not, I guess that's not saying much, but still, in this show of, like, an ally, <laughs> like, I would say he's, like, the closest thing I would consider, mm-hmm. like, as being, like, an ally, because mm-hmm. he really does stand up for the other factory workers. He really does see them as, like, mm-hmm. kind of his own family, I would say. Like, he really, like, you know, stands up for them. He's always, like, on their side. He's the one who helps them, like, it suggests, okay, we need to strike, we need to organize, we need to do this stuff. So I wonder if that's, like, a purposeful thing that, of, like, they're like, okay, this is an older Japanese man. You know, maybe he did some protesting back in the day or something. I, I just wonder if that was intentional, like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it certainly could be. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> let's count it. Why not? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So, of course, because of, you know, of course, uh, the Japanese work culture is bad for foreigners, but it's like also not the best for Japanese people either. So the toxic Japanese work culture, which I'm sure a lot of people know about, you know, a lot of people overwork themselves. Um, and uh, as we said before, Chia's father ends up dying from karoshi or like death from overworking. So it really is taken to like that extent, some of these companies. And it's, yeah, it's really sad and por- unfortunate. It is. And this is related to what we're talking about. I saw... You you might know Simon Yates, who posts about, like, uh, you know, COVID-19 news and things like that on Facebook. And um, I believe his article today um, had a segment about, well, uh, it is presented as, like, you know, foreign workers having more mental health issues. Mm. And the, uh, the person that was featured is, like, I work from... 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day and i'm like oh my god <laughs> uh, how 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 is this person still alive oh no, oh no. <laughs> but to uh to be fair the comments or maybe it was simon simon's own comments i'm not sure was something along the lines of it's interesting how like there's this horrible treatment at work but it is presented as her own mental issue oh no <laughs> so yeah definitely toxic work culture mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that's a big thing oh yeah 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 actually so i think it also is kind of like insidious in a way because like you know japan is like has this reputation all over the world of being like actually we're hard workers and like you know they do so much they're not lazy like america you know because everyone has this like stereotype of americans we're all lazy you know we don't do anything and it's like oh but in japan they work hard and like they do what they need to do and like they're always kind of like at least i would say abroad like there's this image of like japan like japanese people being very hard working and like very efficient and, like you know we should be more like them like I, I do definitely see this kind of sense of like you know our work culture should be more similar or like we should do things like J- japan does because they're just so like you know hard working and efficient and stuff <laughs> like that but then it's like when you see this kind of culture that like literally kills people from working it's like mm, uh, mm, okay <laughs> is that what we want to um, do <laughs> well i i know for sure that's not what i want to do yeah. <laughs> Don't need that. Yeah, uh, let's move on <laughs> to the representation of race. We will start with, mm-hmm. as always, white people. <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe we should stop doing that. I don't know. Like, should we change that? <laughs> well, to be fair, I feel like if you're going to pick, like, the one group that if you're going to have any representation of race, mm-hmm. it's almost always white yeah, people. that's true. So that's it makes true. sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. But then I feel like, 
Mm-hmm. We're kind of prioritizing them by putting them first. Maybe we should put them like, I don't know, after someone else. But you know, it's fine. It's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll keep it there. We'll keep it there. We'll keep it there. Make make people um, like you know second guess themselves. Like, what? like no, oh my god, there's, there's no there's no representation of white people. <gasps> <gasps> to be fair though, this drama like it has a little bit, but not actually. There are like two black characters, which I was surprised. I'm sorry, I'm still shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still shocked. Okay. Okay, go on with the white people, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, the white people that came up, one is apparently a random white <laughs> oh, guy. Oh, okay. So he's, <laughs> technically, he's, in the, he's in the special. He's not in this drama, but I just yeah. added him. Just Yeah, I just put him in there. Because um, it did appear in, yeah. like, you know, the uh, the network, so to speak. Um, yeah. Miles Fodder. It is a show, a show, technically. Oh, oh, oh. So I put that in there, but that's in the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mouse Potter is in the movie, <laughs> and apparently he is white. Yes. And, you know, Mao herself is biracial. Uh, yes. Her actress as well is biracial, Japanese white. White, I, I really don't know how to read this. It's just like Japanese slash white. Um <laughs> It's a yeah. That's fine. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, Speaking I as just a Japanese that, and white like, person, usually, you um, say, usually yeah, when uh, <laughs> I hear oh, no. about like uh, biracial Japanese people, it's Japanese hyphen nationality slash white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Sure. I mean, I just put a slash there. I just put a slash there. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I mean, it's never really stated exactly for uh, until like pretty late in the special where um, Mao comes from. We know I know Mm. her actress uh, is like uh, her her white side is American, Mm. but like I don't know if that's, for example, like her being um, like that being her nationality Mm. as well, because it might not be the case. I don't know the details. Um, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, that's true. They don't really tell you much mm-hmm. at all. I mean, what is there to say? Uh, she is um, part white and white people are seen as cool, desirable, maybe somewhat unreliable. I don't know. In the drama and apparently also Hulu special. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the Hulu special. I'm sorry. Well, in the Hulu special, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like because, uh, well, okay, I'll talk about it more. I got. I guess because this is the representation of race. Okay, so I will talk about it here. Okay, so okay. like in the special, um, Ian is it right? Yeah, he, he like he's seen as kind of like a threat for Mal's like affection to mm-hmm. um, Soda. Like he's like, oh, is that her boyfriend? You know, it's not, but like you know, he's like, ooh, like speculating, and so like you know, he's seen as like someone who could be potentially, I guess, dating her because he's cool and white, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, it probably would be worth getting into more when talking more about Mao as being like you know, mm-hmm. a biracial like case of biracial representation. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the main thing that was really showing him as a threat was the fact that Mao hugged him. Um, yeah. And you know, Soda can't could not imagine why that would happen. Um, just hugs are just like scandalous, absolutely scandalous. I, yeah, yeah, no. He looked it up online, like he was like searching, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, but like he definitely is presented as like yeah, very much a threat to him romantically and like mm. could be yeah, could be a rival, but like also he barely appears and like yeah. it's mostly just sort of like again being obsessed with Mao and trying to figure out what's going on with like her and her relationships with other people. Um yes. so it's the it is very interesting. Sounds like a stalker drama. <laughs> <laughs> It, is. it really is. It actually is. No. He really like, is a stalker. There, Yo, he is. He totally is. He is completely a stalker. A stalker. But that scene is like cute and endearing with like young boys. You know, that's uh, the show uh, trade. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the trade in the show. Like, it's like, oh, he's just so in love with her, right? You know, like, Still debatable. All right, then um, this time I will talk about black people. So there's actually two black people in this show. I I, I must say I I have to give this show like an applause just for that. Like, you know, slow clap, you know, something because like that does not really happen much in Japanese shows. Like, Mm. like, I mean, I mean, honestly, even in some American shows, it's hard. Like, sure. <laughs> two, two black characters, like two black like characters with like lines who interact with each other. And they and, have names. Yeah, they have names <laughs> oh and they God. do things and they serve the plot. Both mm-hmm. of them. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it, wow. This was a lot. I, I, I was very happily surprised by that. So yeah, so they're working at the construction site. First is Kofi, who is a... Uh, Ghanaian and he's a Ghanaian immigrant and I, I put he stands up to the man because like he actually does talk back to the like cartoonishly racist um <laughs> factory owner yeah. or whatever like he, the manager the factory manager he actually stands up to him first like he actually says like no we're not you know we're not gonna take this he loves to rap which you know all the foreign workers seem to love to do and mm-hmm. um he does seem to miss his home country's food because I believe we talked about it in the last episode but like there is a scene where he is like peeking through Mao's house like into like, yes. the kitchen because like her mom is making something like i think some kind of pasta maybe or something with yeah i do think it's tomatoes. napolitan pasta which napolitan. is okay ketchup pasta okay. <laughs> but she has tomatoes <laughs> and um there's a lot of tomatoes <laughs> and a lot of food in ghana so he reminded him of home and like he wanted to eat the food and then there's grayson who is a black american i believe even though we never hear him speak english and um <laughs> like I don't know. But I think he's American. I think he's supposed to be American. Yeah, I think so mm. as well. And he also raps. They love. They all love to rap. Of course they do. <laughs> um, more on that later. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so this is not a black person, um, but I do think it uh, has something to do with uh, black issues. Yes. Um, so when I was watching uh, Black School Rules for the first time, I was looking at the episode where, you know, they got to bring their own cool, like, you know, fun school lunches you know bring whatever they want and i was looking at like the so they have these things called furoshiki like like it's kind of like a cloth thing that like japanese people use to like tie up like goods or like for example their lunchbox like they'll tie it up in that um and carry it so i was looking at those and one of them looked uh very much like the confederate flag and so i paused it and I looked at it and I was like, yes, this is definitely the Confederate flag. And so I screenshot it. <laughs> it's like, yes, this is the Confederate flag. And so, yeah, um, as I'm sure I don't have to explain to you all why that is a problem, you know, but for our listeners, just in case they don't know, the Confederate flag has a lot of uh, negative connotations, especially for black people in America. It's the flag of the Confederacy. So when... Uh, 
the U.S. Uh, had their civil war in the 1800s. The Confederates were the ones who wanted to keep slaves, and um, black people were those slaves. Um, so it's, yeah, it's not a very uh, fun image to see on my screen um, mm-hmm. when I'm watching a show that's talking about, like, standing up for rights, especially a show that's like, oh, you should, like, protest this, like, you know, injustice that's happening. And then one of the main characters has a Confederate flag as their cloth thing. Uh, yeah. When, when, um, when I was watching it, I didn't mm-hmm. pay that much attention to the screen. It was, it was that boring. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it didn't, like, it didn't hook my attention. Anyway, I wasn't really watching the screen. So when yeah. Faith sent me the screenshot mm. i was like oh my mm. fucking jesus baby christ mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's so it's interesting because i have never seen the confederate flag in japan myself but i could imagine someone accidentally like not knowing the mm. context of the flag oh, um yeah. The same way that, like, I once, um, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but there was a year <laughs> where I did see, like, at a random restaurant, a Japanese man wearing a MAGA shirt, and oh <laughs> I was pretty sure he had no idea what he was wearing. Mm. Um, so it's just, like, it just, it's just this thing that's like, well, if we don't have any context, you can see that and confuse it for, like, you know, the Union Jack or the Australian flag mm, or, like, a whole bunch yeah. of other flags <laughs> that are red, white, and blue and have stars on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chuya, I'm not sure I would be confident that he would know what it means. Oh, no, no. I yeah. have no. Chuya has no idea what it means. I mean, yeah, I doubt yeah. the people who put it in there. I hope, at least, they don't, they don't know what it means. Um, yeah. And I get that. I totally, of course, I don't think they purposely did mm-hmm. it, you know. But at the same it time, is, it's it still... It is a problem still. But yeah. It's just, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Especially in a show that's, like, trying to talk about, like, rights and, like, standing up, you know, for things and, like, has two black actors in it. Like, it's, um, it's a little, it's a little jarring. It's a little bit of a, sure. you know, I, I wish, like, the thing is, though, I, I, I want to say that I wish there had been a conversation maybe with the, like, especially the black American actor, you know, maybe, maybe. But the thing is, I don't even know if he would have even seen it until the show came out because, like, from what I've heard with this whole, like, you know, how they do these scenes, that you literally just do the scenes that you're in. And sure, then, like, yeah. That's it. Like, so he might not even known it was yeah. there until the show came out and he watched it. Maybe, maybe he saw it. <laughs> yeah. you know? Maybe he saw it. Because he might have not even paid attention. Like, you know, maybe he missed it. Like, Watanya, maybe he like, <laughs> wasn't paying attention to that part. Yeah. He was paying attention to his parts. Right? I was trying to imagine <laughs> the scene in which that would happen. It would become, like, mm-hmm. a teaching moment thing yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, just like the black character, like, trying to teach... Mm-hmm. The, the Japanese boy about anti-blackness. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like I'm not sure if that's really appropriate either, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk about that a little later as well. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's like it's hard. It's a really difficult thing to do because it's like mm-hmm. I do, you know, I do think they just don't know. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do think when they're told what it is and that they that they should just stop using it and then they, you know, that should be the end. Like it's like it's like yes, they're ignorant. I don't blame them for like not knowing. But once they do know, then then it's like okay, well, you need to make sure this doesn't happen. And you know, again, right. like don't do this. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. And so yeah, I just yeah, I just found it a bit jarring. This whole thing reminds me a little bit of. I don't know if I should call mm-hmm. it a protest. It was a marching in Sakai, 
just weeks after mm-hmm. the uh, Pride March, there was like a We Hail Trump March. Oh yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. Okay, it was that. very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised because I did. I do know there are some like staunch Trump supporters oh, here yeah. in Japan. Like, there's a few. Like, not a lot, but there are. There are. They are here. And they are loud, but but it to me it was weird because like Trump's not in office anymore, so I'm like, what is, what yeah. what are they trying to accomplish? Like I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a mystery. Well, to be fair, if you ask those supporters, they probably think he should still be in office. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Even though it affects them right. in no way, like in the, they can't vote and they have no say, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, you know, if you really wanted to be in office, I guess so. But I couldn't imagine me having that much like. Uh, mm-hmm. passion about who's the prime minister in Japan even though I live here like right. I do live here um but I still am not like oh my god no you know who I don't know whoever else should still be or should have been like you know prime minister instead like I, I can't imagine mm-hmm. having that much passion that I would march about it yeah I mean yeah. it's also a little bit different in Japan because prime ministers aren't directly uh elected mm, yeah that's true yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but but also mm-hmm. like they can't. Well, most of them, I'm, I'm assuming, can't vote for the president, though, right? Either. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand, but yeah, mm, interesting. But yeah, it it it, it was an interesting yeah. event. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so about the uh, constantly having black characters rap throughout a show. So on the one hand. I liked it because at least they got to rap, like I said before, like in, I think, the previous episode, they got to rap mm-hmm. in Japanese, which was very, I did not expect that at all. Because usually, I mean, yeah, Yumi, I know you haven't watched like a lot of dramas, but like in most of the dramas that I've seen, the foreigner is there to be a foreigner. Right. They are there to like say random English so the Japanese person can look cool by saying English back to them or just so they can be like, oh no, it's a foreigner. What do I do? <laughs> like, that's like, literally the only two options for foreigners like or i guess if you're black you can also be a thug right. you know like you know and uh, honey Redango. um so um like you you get <laughs> you get only a few choices when you're a foreigner in these shows and so to have foreign like especially black foreign actors and like black foreign characters who can be something more than just the foreigner mm-hmm. there and they actually have a place in the plot and they actually do stuff and like they actually like you know affect the story like yeah wow. like <laughs> mm. the bar's so low <laughs> like i don't know it's just like the bar's just so low that i'm like wow like i'm just so like you know amazed by that and also the fact they allow them to speak in japanese a lot of times they will not let foreigners speak in japanese even if they right. can't like it doesn't matter they're just like well you're a foreigner so foreigners speak english speak english or like whatever language mm. i guess you use mm-hmm. your native language and so the fact that they let them actually rap in japanese and have a part in the show i am very happy about especially rapping in japanese that's quite difficult yeah, so it I'm, is. I'm glad they allowed them to do that like they let them do that and they did it you know they did it yeah that's amazing but at the same time as a black person especially as a black american person seeing the only black characters constantly rapping all the time is like a huge like you know stereotype yeah like black like especially black men and so to see them only doing that for the most part almost everything is a rap it's like can we at least make one of them not a rap <laughs> like, i don't know it's like, like i don't know like or make another black character who doesn't rap yeah. who's just like nah i'm just gonna talk yeah i'm not into rapping sorry mm. <laughs> 
yeah, definitely. Yeah. There could have been. Could you imagine if there was a third black person in this show? Oh my God! Are you being stop? <laughs> You're gonna break like the time space continuum. Like, oh my God! <laughs> three black characters are you mean? That's too much. Come on. You don't. You know there aren't three black people in Japan. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I honestly. I wish they would have had a black woman. That would have also been great. Another one. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, they could have had a black woman character who's like, I don't feel like rapping, and you know, she just (laughs) imagine like they cut to her and she's like, I'm not rapping. What are you doing? Like, I ain't rapping. Like, like, you know, I'm just not gonna do it. No, I'm not gonna rap. Like, you know, like that would have been great. Like, that would have been. Reminds me of that meme where, um, uh, I think it's like a screen cap from TV. Where like a black woman is like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. yeah there's a meme. That yeah. meme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that meme. Uh, yeah, that's a really popular meme. But yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Like she's just like, nope, nope, not doing that. Like that would have been great. I mean, honestly, to even just have a black woman character would have been nice. So yeah, yeah. Rapping all the time and being black, it's like difficult because it's like, yeah, there are black people who rap and like to rap, and you know that is some of us but like that's not all of us and so it's you know it's nice to have a little bit of because it's like especially because that's a big stereotype like worldwide about black people and right. so it's like let's have something a little different you know you could have mm-hmm. like i like the style i like that they wrapped some stuff at them i thought the stuff they wrapped was very clever and interesting so i did like it but yeah it would have been nice to have a black character who wasn't rapping you know just mm-hmm. to have that representation just to have someone who was like no i don't rap not good at rapping <laughs> i can't rap sorry <laughs> you know like, like just you know I-, I want the people who can't rap and can't dance where are those black people like get the like where's my representation i need that representation <laughs> for me <laughs> i need it so i want to see that i want to see that in my shows i mean you know but um yeah so yeah mm-hmm. the rapping got a little like it got a little too much for me after a while. I was like, oh, God, are they going to rap again? Like, I was like, I was like, mm. are they going to rap mm-hmm. everything? <laughs> and then also there was a scene where Madi, like when uh, Kofi goes over to Mao's house to like eat like food, or, like to have dinner or whatever. There's a scene where Madi touches like, like kind of pets Kofi's hair or something. Like she's just kind of like petting mm. it like you know, like a dog or something. <laughs> um, also, she, like, touches his muscles kind of in a weird way as well. Like, I don't know, just the way she touched him seemed kind of, like, uncomfortable to me. Oh, yeah. Like, if someone touched me like that, I would be like, uh, please get your hand off it me. It reminded me of Get Out, <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the same energy. <laughs> yeah that's true there was a white lady actually yeah that touched like the main character's like like arm or something yes. in a weird way yeah yeah that's true it does have the same energy oh my god oh no get out get out coffee get out <laughs> yeah yeah it's like because like the, nothing ever happens between them but it's very clear yeah. that like she's got her eye on him yeah, yeah like really got her eye on him like it's like whoa (laughs) ma'am calm down (laughs) i mean she is the character that had a very strong gaijin hunter vibe yes Yes, it's true yeah she's definitely gaijin yeah 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 Yeah, so yeah and it also reminded me of a lot of things that i've experienced here in japan as well especially when i had my hair natural like i would have kids and even adults try and touch my head try to be like oh my god is it real oh 
Oh, oh, like you know, like like like, like no, I, I've had like all everything you can imagine, like every kind of question, every kind of random people just just putting their like hand towards my head without even asking me, just like literally reaching towards me. Like I, just, I remember one time I had braids, oh like, extensions, like braids in my hair, and some random. I was waiting for the train, and some random lady behind me just started touching my. She just started like running oh her fingers through my braids, and I was like, oh my god! And I was like in Japanese. Please do not touch my head. Like, I don't know where your hands yeah. have been. Like, I don't know you, mm-hmm. lady. <laughs> yeah. Please do not touch me. Oh, my me. God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I I feel like a lot of the stuff that happens now in Japan, like, I cannot obviously speak from personal experience, but from what mm-hmm. I've heard from other black people who live in Japan, um, I think the kind of attitudes and stuff are just, like, basically everything feels like a decade at least like outdated compared to like what conversations are had in the u.s because there are definitely mm. still people um i can't speak for other any <laughs> other countries because i haven't lived anywhere else but i know for sure like in the u.s even like 10 years ago 15 years ago people were having that conversation like um you're mm-hmm. not supposed to like touch people's hair without their permission like yeah, r- yeah regardless yeah. <laughs> of who it is that's weird mm-hmm. how would you feel if someone just randomly came up to you and touched your hair mm-hmm. like I mean, like, I couldn't even think of, like, stuff like movies from, like, the mid-2000s where that would happen. Yeah, yeah. No, me too. I remember that time because I was a black person. Yeah, America exactly. You time. would know and, more than like, me. I had to deal with that. Um, yeah. I had to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to deal with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sure. It's true. It's true. It's, yeah, Japan's a bit behind on that, which, you know, makes sense. There are less, you know, I guess, black people. But at the same time, it's like, you know not to touch <laughs> other people's hair. Why would you touch my hair? Right. Like, you know, like, mm. like, 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 you know not to touch people's hair. Especially a grown person. Like, if it's a kid, I understand a little bit more. Like, especially a little kid, like a, you know, five-year-old or something. Right. That's one thing. But, like, a grown woman, mm-hmm. like a grown, mm. older than me, is, like, putting her hands, like, through my hair. Like, that, no. Like, she knows that's not appropriate. She knows that's not right. Right. No. No, no excuse. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care how curious you are. You don't just, like, touch people's hair. Like, it's, oh. it's weird. Like, yeah. So that, yeah, that gave that gave me, like, a bit of, like, uh, past trauma. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. I was like, no, I stop, stop touching. Stop touching his head. Stop touching. Because I've had even my, actually, my sister-in-law, actually, she, yeah, when I had my braids and she was like, oh, like, you're trying to, like, touch my hair and stuff, stuff, too. So uh, I, yeah, I've had it. Even people, my family, technically it. family members now, right? Like, they've done it as well. So it's, like. It's a thing. It's a it's, yeah. a, it's a constant yeah. thing, and it's yeah, it's quite exhausting. So seeing that and the way it was portrayed in the show as like kind of cute and endearing, like oh she's she's oh my god, <laughs> like ooh mm-hmm. yeah. I I think I instantly <laughs> cringed when I watched that scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt very uncomfortable, but like I I just yeah, I was like well this is like the Japanese version of like you know I guess tolerance. Yeah. Like oh look, see she's she's not afraid of him. She's touching his head like. <laughs> I mean, that's what I feel like it is. Oh, honestly. my God. I don't. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what it seems like to me. Like, I'm just like, I don't know why else they needed that in there. Um, but yeah, it was weird. Mm. Um, and, of course, um, oh, the foreman who I said here <laughs> xenophobic against the foreign workers. And the reason why I said xenophobic, I, I chose that specifically, was because even though, like, I would read it as racist, because, you know, I, I think it's racist, but, like, the, he never says any, like, racially specific things to them. It's more like just foreigners are bad, because, you know, foreigners are lazy, and foreigners don't speak Japanese well, and foreigners, blah, 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 blah. And there's never any, like, for example, black-specific 
kind of slurs right. or insults or like any like Brazilian, but in real life there are. Yeah, um, definitely. You know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's true. Like I, so that's the thing. It's it's very it's a bit complicated because it's like yes, maybe it a bit true too that much. I think in general Japanese people do have this thing where they're like, okay, you're not Japanese, and you, you are Japanese, and you're not, and if you're not, then you're outside because you're you're not, and we we see you as a different kind of thing or whatever. But there's also you know layers inside of that where like okay, if you're a white foreigner, you'll have certain things, whereas if you're a black foreigner, you'll have these kind of things, and to like not differentiate, especially Brazilian, mm. like. I know here, living in Aguilar, there's many Brazilian people, and I know there are Japanese people who have a lot to say about Brazilians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, they have a lot of opinions, and so, like, specifically about Brazilians. And so, it's like, to have a worker who, like, to have a um, manager, like, the factory manager who is, like, so cartoonishly, like, you know, xenophobic, but then not say any, like, racial, like, I'm not saying, I'm like, oh, God, he needs to say a racial slur. I'm not saying, (laughs) like, I want him. I'm not, oh my I'm God. not saying I wanted him to say a racial slur. I definitely didn't want him to say the N word. But, but to pretend like that doesn't ha- like it kind of, because this is the only representation and they took race mm. almost completely out of mm-hmm. the discussion, it kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit because I know for me personally, I have had, you know, people say the N word to me, like Japanese people. And so. To have that not be included Ooh. as like, oh, well, they're just foreigners, so that's it, and that's the only discrimination they'll get because they're foreigners, then it just feels like a, like, like kind of an erasure, I guess? No, it like, absolutely is. Um, yeah. It felt like his lines were, you know, like, there's, I have this general theory about the casting of these factory workers <laughs> is that oh, they were looking out for any foreigners possible, and they just happened to mm-hmm. find two, two mm-hmm. black people and a Brazilian, but yeah. like the lines felt like they were written to apply to every foreigner. Like the, it's yes, like, yes. We don't know who we're gonna get, so we're gonna make a very generic line in the mm-hmm. script. Yeah, um, I think that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, but yeah, it is definitely oh, oh. Uh, unfortunate. Oh. I have a very terrible oh. question I need to ask you, but it just oh, more. Oh, no. <laughs> just it's not. It's more like to make sure that I understand the um, like context. So. When you say people have said that word to you, is it the in English or like the Japanese equivalent? Um, so oh my it's god! Word. Okay. Um, oh god. I've had people. Yeah, yeah. It's usually the English word. Like, so they'll either say it in English or they'll say it like um, in Japanese, but like it's it's the same word. Right. You know, like it's katakana. Like yeah. No, I've never been called yeah the other. Yeah, okay, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been <laughs> so lucky as to never have heard that word in mm-hmm. real life. I only heard it for the first mm-hmm. time in a TV show from the 70s. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> oh, no. Please let me know that one before. Unless I, I mean, I, I would like to know what it is, I guess. Um, it is. It is. Uh, it, it's it's a magical girl series. It's um, I was assuming, I was assuming. from 1970. Okay. And it was an episode that was about uh, featuring mm. a black character who was um, oh. coming to Japan because he was tired mm. of discrimination in the U.S. And then oh, no. immediately. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. He almost immediately, like the first day he comes in, he gets called the mm. Japanese equivalent of that word. Um, and yeah, it's, it just is a lot. Um, do they actually deal with that though? Like, do they actually, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's very impressive, but it was also like, we didn't need to use the word though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, like I say, I don't want them to actually say the N word. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not saying please put more like you know right. you know slurs in your shows. Like no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I just think that like to not have anything race specific right. is kind of disservice to. Like, I don't know. Like it just feels like it's just not accurate, and it's like. You know, to pretend like Japanese people only see all foreigners as foreigners and that's it, and there's no distinction. It's absolutely at all. not it's true. Just, it's the thing. Yeah. yeah, it's just not true. It's just not true. And so I just would like to have seen, especially because they had two black and a Brazilian, you know, foreigner foreigners. Like it would have been nice to see some. Like like I said, I don't I don't want to say slurs because every time I hear the N word, it really like gets me. Of like, course, like, I, I feel it in my core. Um, uh, so I don't like hearing it and I don't want to see it. But it just felt like yeah, it was just too generic to like really like. I don't know. It just felt, yeah, it just felt just way too generic to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just felt too cartoonish. It, it was too cartoonish. It was too generic to make an impact, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've said this in the average viewer could be like, see, I'm not racist. I'm yeah, not exactly. Like exactly. He's like the, he's like the real mm-hmm. racist, right? It's like, well, I'm not like that guy. I'm not like saying foreigners suck. So I'm good. Like, I don't know. I guess it's. it's that's what it feels like. Yeah, definitely. He's the let to reassure Japanese audiences that you're not racist. You want to help, you know? Like I don't know. Like it's yeah. Just like <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah. Um. And then uh, Yumi kind of talked about this a little bit when you talked about um having a I guess a, a maybe a scene or something where like one of the black characters would like educate maybe Chuya or something about having a confederate flag like, <laughs> you know, like topic. but like yeah but I also there so there's a thing it's like I'm glad the black people were there I'm glad they got to be like use you know you, you know important mm-hmm. to the plot I don't want to say useful but important to the plot and they you know had lines they could speak Japanese and they let them do like different things and this is why I definitely think it wasn't at first specifically for black characters. I think they just like wanted any foreigners and they probably just got these, you know, two black people and like a Brazilian person and <laughs> they just mm-hmm. went with it, I guess. Um, but, um, you know, I do, there is like a kind of constant thing, especially in um, a lot of like, I guess, quote unquote, Western media, especially American media, where there is like a black character who's like teaching or like, you know, mentoring like a non-black, especially white, like character, and like teaching them the ways, especially of racism and stuff. Like, oh, this is, you know, this is how it is. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. They have to educate them and teach them things. And that there's kind of this burden that's put on black people. Like, we have to teach them, or they'll never know. And blah blah blah. And like, I kind of felt that vibe a little bit from this because it's like the black people have to be there to like kind of facilitate these two Japanese boys. Like, I guess wokeness awakening i don't know like like they have to like they need they need these black people to help rap at them so they can be like oh yeah we should stand up for rights now like i, I like I, it just it it felt a little mm, like what's the word to describe it it's like i guess i just felt like you know and also like the other uh the other character what was it was it Azuma? Was that his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. The I believe one. it's Azuma. Yeah. Um, he, you know, I'm glad he was able to express himself, like, through rapping. Like, that's really cool. But it's like, yeah, like, rapping, of course, has, like, rap and hip-hop has also, have, has always been, like, you know, a tool for, like, the oppressed to use to, like, stand up for the rights and, like, you know, talk about issues and things like that. But it just feels like sometimes the black people are kind of, like, the stepping stone for the other people to be, like all right, now we can stand up for ourselves too. And it's like, you know, um, you know, mm. we, we still have issues as well that you didn't really mention in the show, but okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's absolutely a trope um, for sure. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Like, uh, this is the gateway to becoming a true ally or mm. to mm. achieve what you want in life. That is not related to this at all, but <laughs> um, you got to do this to get there. I, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's it, it has like, that vibe. It's, yeah, it's, it, it tried. Yeah, it tried. It tried, okay. yes. Okay. All right. Ayumi. I would like you to <laughs> to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess, yeah, this was very interesting. Um, this is also something that, like, uh, so we're going to talk about the green face incident um, from episode <laughs> three. So this one's very interesting because it's us. It's not just that it was, like, it's not, like, a surprise from the show, mainly because this is mm-hmm. literally the thumbnail for the episode when you go to watch it on Hulu. Yes, yes, and you need to yes, that out. It is really wild yes. that it's just like, in your face, this is how much they yes. don't realize this is a problem. Um, yes. <laughs> so I think we had discussed it a little bit in part one, but, you know, the, 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 the kind of main thing about this episode was trying to help Chuya to keep his part-time job because he needs it to be able to support his mother and support his family. But, um, you know, he's not technically supposed to have a job. So there's this whole thing about, um, you know, like, there's the first thing about, like, reverse Halloween, but then there's this whole thing about the idea of, like, some kind of uh, monster. The kind of It's kind of vaguely, like, Kappa-like, but, you know, um, that is just going around harassing people, trying to get, uh, trying to give out sweets on reverse Halloween. And so um, Soda dresses up, as this monster, and in so doing, like, the kappa are, you know, very green, so it would make sense to wear green and maybe paint your face green, but the way that they do this is very much in line with what blackface is like, like traditional minstrelsy blackface, um, which uh, doesn't have, like, a direct history in Japan exactly, but, like, blackface is a problem in Japan stemming from primarily, you know, the effect of uh, Westerns, particularly American media. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like the fact, it's not just like painting your face green, that would not be a problem, but he wears this uh, green Afro wig that also has stuff yes. inside it, which not only, it's yeah. like, it, it's not just that it's an Afro wig, it's also like kind of playing into this uh, stereotype that black people have dirty hair, which is like, I can't mm. believe that's still a thing in this year oh, of our yeah, Lord, but, but it oh, is. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> there is, uh, uh, on top of that, like with his makeup, you know, um, well, Kappa have uh, beaks, right? Yellow beaks. Beaks, yeah. So yes. in order to like, depict himself with a beak, he paints over his lips in yellow paint in a very minstrelsy sort of way. So it's just like, it's all mm. really bad. Like, it's, I think they probably didn't realize what they were doing in the same way that like yeah. clowns are also racist because they're based in blackface mm-hmm. makeup. They just reverse the colors a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But it is something that like is incredibly alarming and like is very recognizable to anyone who has looked at blackface for more than two seconds. So um, <laughs> definitely <laughs> it is, it is definitely something to point out and like acknowledge and just be like, what the hell was this? So many things. Yeah, like, 
Yeah, because the thing is, they start the episode, or think, or at least, yeah, they like talking, Chia talking about that monster that his mother would like threaten to like, you know, uh, I guess like if he didn't do what he's supposed to do, like she'd be like, oh, this monster's gonna come, like you can come and get you or whatever, like if you don't like do what you're supposed to do, if you lie or if you do whatever, like if you do something wrong, this monster's supposed to come. So it's supposed to be the scary monster or whatever. And that also kind of plays into the stereotype of black people being scary and like you know um like what's the most scariest thing you can think of a black person yeah i when i first saw it i was like what in the fucking universe am i looking at <laughs> yeah Again, the fact that it's a thumbnail for the episode, it's enough to be like, yeah. oh, this show is a mess. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know. You're like, well, you first you see it through, like, the storytelling, the way they decided to tell the story, and then you see it through, like, other things, and you see that thumbnail, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, this, yeah, yeah. Total mess, yeah. They, they don't know what they're yeah. doing. Um, <laughs> they just don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it I was, mean, it's like they could have done yeah. anything, you know, because it was literally just a monster that his mom made up. It could have been anything, and they went with this. Like, it's just... Yeah, he could have been a dinosaur. (laughs) That would have been so amazing. Like, put it in, like, you know, like, the full blow-up T-Rex costume. Oh, yes! Oh, my God, that would have been funny, actually. Right? Yes. (laughs) Yes! I would have been like, oh, my God, that's so cool, you know? But then he did this, and I was like, what is happening? And then he just... (laughs) Did some weird, like, like yelling stuff, sound. I don't know yeah. what he did, but it was just, it was strange. I was, I was very confused. I was like, what, what, what is happening here? Why, why is this happening? And then the fact that it actually works and the teacher's like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, you know, like, she ra- like, runs away yeah, screaming at the top of her She runs away screaming. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, obviously like a kid in <laughs> like some makeup lady, like, like, it was, down. Oh my like God, I don't yeah. know. Like it was, it was so, it was so weird. Like it was just like the fact that it actually worked, like too. Like it's like whoa. Like I mean, I guess thankfully his brother came right at t- on time, so she could just like I guess give up. But it was like it was obviously a a lie, and obviously just his friend and making. Well, that's okay. the thing about his yeah. brother showing up at the end and her being like, "Oh, mm. you're the one who works mm-hmm. here, not your younger brother who goes mm-hmm. to the high school." Meaning that, mm-hmm. like, they could have done none of this stuff and solved the problem just with the brother. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. None yeah, of this was yeah. They just wanted to add the thing. <laughs> none of this. <sighs> yeah, I think they just wanted to do it. I thought they thought. I think they thought it was funny or something. Like, I yeah. really don't know. Like, I have so many questions because, like, it's like I expect this kind of stuff. Well, okay, maybe not the green like shit. I I don't expect that. But um, <laughs> like I expect, I expect something like <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I don't know why. I don't know why I expect it, but like, you know, I don't usually expect green face um, in Japanese shows. Black face, on the other hand, maybe. Um, but um, like, you know, it's like, I don't expect this, but like, it, it, yeah, it was just like really weird. It was a really weird choice. It's like they obviously didn't have to do this. So I'm like wondering, because this, especially in a show where like they're trying to talk about rights and they did actually go out of the way to be like, okay, foreigners should be giving, given rights and, like, should strike and, like, if they're not being treated fairly. They even went to that extent, you know? And so I'm just, like, for this kind of show that's trying to be, like, you know, very, like, progressive and, like, okay, you all have rights and you should, like, fight for them. Or, I mean, maybe not in, like, 
you know, in a, in a kind of more, I guess, toned down way. But still, you should, you know, at least do something. It, it's kind of just weird that they made these very strange choices to, like, you know, like, perpetuate these, like, horrible, like, stereotypes and racist tropes anyway. Like, I don't know, like, it's just, it just, it's like, if it was a normal show, I would still be disappointed, but I'd be like, well, you know, eh, this is the typical show, right? But this is, like, they're trying to do good, you know? I'm trying very to, like, tempted to make a joke that um, might be mean. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um, they're trying to be, uh, they, they, they have, like, this line of racist, horrible things that they can tolerate. So when they went, like, the, 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 the non-racist direction, I guess, by including all these cool characters, um, they have to balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's like we, we went too far with the progression. It's like you put two black characters in there. That's too much. That's too much. We have to. We have to. We have to wind back. Wind back. Confederate flag and green face. Confederate flag and green face. <laughs> yeah, that's because <laughs> it's it's kind of how I see it. I I don't want to be like unnecessarily mean with the way I put it, but that's how I see it. It's hilarious, though. I, I like that version. Because it's like, they're like, oh, no, we put two black people in a show, in a Japanese show. We've got to, okay, we got to gotta counteract it. Okay, uh, Confederate flag um, and green face. We, we've got to do it. Um, we can't do black face because we'll get in trouble. But green face, we can do, do that. Do you really think that they would get in trouble for black face, though? Honestly, I don't, know, I don't honestly. think so. I mean, I think, I well, especially because, uh, we'll talk about this later, especially because this show doesn't have English subtitles. I don't know. Um, but, like, um... You know, I do think if it had English subtitles and people could watch it, might, people might complain. But I don't know. Like, I know some shows have gotten backlash. You know, for example, the, um, was it 2017, maybe? Uh, they did, uh, I think, was it Downtown or something? Like, some comedian group did, like, blackface. Oh, they did, like, an Eddie Murphy, like, um, thing, like, comedy thing. And they, like dressed up in blackface to like portray that sounds like something and they that would did do, get yeah. some backlash <laughs> yeah that did get some backlash and they did end up having to like apologize for it so i mean i think it depends on like how i think this show is not really on people's radar yeah. honestly like people who would care so i don't think this show would yeah, do anything and downtown is um, a group that like they became famous internationally over the internet because like the silent library was so popular yeah that it became yeah, like yeah, a yeah, show yeah, on yeah, mtv in the u.s Oh, really? It was it on was, the TV? I didn't know that. Oh. But it, it was not as funny because <laughs> okay. I couldn't get away with as much stuff. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, okay. you know, there are more people on their radar. So, like, they have in more recent years gotten in trouble for stuff like that. And also they've had mm -hmm. to apologize. One of the guys did have to apologize for um, sexism uh, recently. Mm. I, I want to say a few years ago as well. He said some he said he said some stuff about uh, idols and also sex workers like during the pandemic like the oh, beginning God. of the pandemic <laughs> i don't know but like the point being yeah. that you know those those are comedians that are like very internationally known yeah and i do agree that like mm -hmm. if it if this show you know just in japan had a blackface thing mm -hmm. i don't think there would be as much criticism um no no yeah i don't think so no yeah, yeah i agree Unfortunately, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think because downtown is so famous, like so internationally famous, it did. they got backlash. And they did it on like one of the most, you know, famous shows 
you know, in Japan, like, for the New Year's, mm-hmm. right? So, like, it was, like, on that show, and they were a famous group, and people were watching it on YouTube and stuff. People were yeah. watching that mm-hmm. show, like, on YouTube. And so, like, it, it got, like, way more backlash. But this show, like I said, like, I couldn't even find English subtitles. So I doubt anyone, <laughs> like, is going to say anything. Like, I, yeah, I think even they did blackface. But maybe maybe they knew, because they, they did do a progressive, like, I, I, I'm saying it. Like, they, they did actually, like, you know, care about foreigners' rights for some reason. I, I don't know why, but they did. Um, so I think they did know, probably, mm. deep down, okay, blackface bad, maybe. We shouldn't do that, probably. I, I would hope so. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Are you, I'm trying. I want to. I want to believe. I want to believe these X Files. I want to believe. We shall have faith. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. I mean, it's because I mean, I literally had to explain why blackface was bad mm. to someone like a month mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. Oh, no, I believe. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I believe. Um, I know. I've seen. Yeah, there's something in Nagoya actually. Um, so they have these like tiles in like the center of Nagoya, like um, some area in Nagoya, and like the the tiles for like the um, sidewalk. Some of them have an I guess quote unquote international oh boy um uh, design for them. So they have like for example like a Native American one. Oh, no. I think they have maybe some other people, and then they also have one that's like looks very much like you know a mammy kind of character oh, no. and like i took a photo of it i i will i will send it to you i guess sure. you see it. but i'm like it's 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 yeah it's quite atrocious and that's like in the city on the freaking tiles you can't like i mean no, no no if you're not looking you'll miss it but i just happened to look down and i was like what the is this i was like what the fuck is this like i saw it i was just like whoa like i'm scared <laughs> but also curious Oh, I'll send it to you. Like, it, yeah, it looks like literally like a mammy kind of caricature. But yeah, um, m- moving on, um, representation of Asians, um, apart from ethnic Japanese people, I didn't really see any other Asians. I mean, um, you know, Asia is a very large area. Sometimes you can um, recognize the features of Asians from other parts. Um, I'm Asian. I don't have to try not to be racist, but I. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to uh, mm-hmm. explain in a way that um, mm-hmm. doesn't sound condescending and is also informative. There is a uh, a belief that you cannot really tell East Asians apart. And um, I don't know. I mean, if if you're talking about the culture, mm-hmm. there is a difference, like a, a huge difference. Um, and also the, the Koreans hate the Japanese. With good reason. And also the Chinese well, yeah, hate the Japanese. I mean, they've, they've got, yeah, they've got some good reasons. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, if there were other east asian people in the show i did mm-hmm. not notice they were not yes, acknowledged yeah, yeah. It's yeah quite common in these shows they usually don't yeah <laughs> they don't acknowledge them i mean even if the actor might have been maybe either full or mixed of like some other asian descent they probably would never mention it because it's not obvious yeah, like um even even that guy that played akira mm-hmm. oh yeah in, um 
Yeah, Hanegami Hanegami Dango. Dango. I didn't really. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's actually Chinese Japanese, but yeah they they were yeah they didn't mention that. I mean they gave a nod to it in the movie I think because like he does speak in Chinese oh. to um I guess his some of his uh I guess underlings or whatever <laughs> like his his mafia like I guess uh, people um but uh, I guess he has ties to the Chinese mafia of course um but uh and he can speak Chinese <laughs> so he can do it of um, course but yeah they never mentioned the show that like he is Chinese or that he has Chinese is of Chinese descent mm-hmm. yeah that's mm. true. But yeah, yeah. But I do think it's a very, it was a very missed opportunity, especially like working at a factory. And like, I was like, you couldn't get one other Asian character. I feel like I do think it was a missed opportunity because like, especially they work at a factory, like there are so many real life, like, uh, you know, Asian workers in factories in Japan, like, like, you know, they they could have had at least one mm-hmm. non-Japanese Asian character acknowledged. Like, I think there should have been a character and they should have been there. They could have been with the factory guys. Maybe they could have rapped and one of the black people could have not rapped. That would... I, yeah, Ooh, that would have been... Yeah, Ooh. spice it up. Spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, want to know uh, something fun? Well, I, I say fun, but it's more just like something that I... I only know through my, uh, like, personal yeah. friendships. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my Lao... Well, not a not a whole lot, but like a, quite a few of my Lao friends who like you know come to Japan. Um, they get a fellowship. They come to get their masters in Japan. A lot of them or uh, their wives, because you know it's like a two year thing. Um, sometimes they bring their family. Um, either they themselves or their wives would like go to work at a mm. factory because you don't really need to use mm. Japanese mm. there and you can earn money to buy groceries. Oh, I see. So yeah, um, I believe this is not unique to Lao people. I believe people from other uh, parts of Asia that like, you know, are in more or less the mm. same situation as yeah. my friends um, would probably choose to work at a yeah. factory. Yeah, I, I, I knew some, um, I had Vietnamese friends when I lived in, uh, I used to live in Chiba, um, and they worked at a factory in the nighttime, like from the, they did like the night shift, and so they work from like night to like morning, and they would sleep in most of the daytime usually. Um, but yeah, they worked at factories, and I know some of them, they were doing this kind of program where they were learning certain skills, and then they would like go back to their own country and make like a business or do like, bring that those skills back mm. and like you know create something like a new business or just i guess help out at another um company or something mm. like that yeah i don't know well to be mm. honest i i don't know any factory workers but um where mm. i live in tochigi uh most of the foreigners are asian foreigners um primarily mm-hmm. south asian and southeast asian um and um, we have in in a different city, not our city, but in a different city, we have um, a really like there's like a famous like university for like tech and engineering. So a lot of people go through there and that's so it's like a lot of foreigners come out of there as well. But um, locally, we have a lot of people who work in engineering and usually bring their families. So like uh, I have, you know, we have some kids at our school, at the English school that uh, are um, are non-Japanese Asian and um, it's it is very interesting because like some of them um, there w- there are certainly others who are like you know maybe young people who are here because of their families and then they 
work in, say, a convenience store, something similar. Uh, we also have a lot mm. of um, we have a lot of Chinese restaurants. So there are a lot of Chinese people who work at Chinese restaurants. Um, yeah. So you know there there are a lot of there are a lot of foreigners, and a lot of them are from Asia because mm. well we're right there. Like it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really and close. I do think it's interesting and probably important to mm-hmm. point out that for some Japanese people, uh, we don't count as Asian. Like, it's yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if you've yeah. ever uh, come across this. Oh, I yeah, found that yeah. out. I found that out with teaching. Yeah, like just like when I would talk to people, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, Asia," and I'm like, "You mean like Japan?" And like, oh, "No, no, no, Asia." And I'm like, "Right, oh, right." And like, okay. say just just say like by default, oh. like if you're saying like oh, I'm going to an Asian restaurant, that's probably an Indian restaurant, mm-hmm. maybe a Chinese restaurant, but mm. like there are different, um, what's it called? Like just different images with different words that like, but mm-hmm. that is a major thing for sure. That like mainland Asia and Japan are just two completely separate things to a lot of Japanese people. Yes, yes, that is very true. In my experience, that has been very true. <laughs> they don't think they're Asian. They're just like, yeah. what? <laughs> um, I remember a conversation with a with a really nice um, Japanese lady. Like, she is genuinely very nice. But <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> um, we were just, like, chatting about, like, traveling and stuff. And... Um, she was like, I'd like to go to Mount Everest one day. That's in Africa, <laughs> right? And <laughs> and her hus her husband her husband was like, What on earth are you talking about? <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> so like I, I don't know if it's just like very bad geography education <laughs> or Oh, poor nice Japanese lady. I still have to often teach people that Africa <laughs> is not a country, so it is definitely yes, that, and that's a thing everywhere, not even just Asia. Like oh, even yeah. in America, like there are people like Egypt is not Africa, and they're like, oh, like Africa. I'm like, what? Where? Where in? A-? Like when someone says Africa, <laughs> my next question is where? Where in Africa? Can someone please tell me that? Because like almost always they don't. They're just like, oh, I went to Africa, Africa. I'm like, where? Like, because <sighs> yeah. yeah, there are so many, so many countries in Africa. Yes, it's such there's a huge so many continent. countries, so many languages, so many cultures. Like it's just so diverse, and so it's like really weird when people are like, oh, I want to go to Africa, or I like Africa. I'm like, where? But where? Where? <laughs> Name a country. <laughs> I, Name a country. <laughs> Name a country, and it can't be South Africa go <laughs> exactly exactly you fail if you say south africa exactly that should be the quiz that's the quiz like okay name a country in africa that's not south africa go <laughs> yeah i i think a lot of people would fail that so um speaking of other representation so in this one we do actually get you know we don't get any other asians but we do get a brazilian person we do actually get one brazilian guy um his name is jiru in the show um, and uh, he is played by Miura Rodi, who is, um, yeah, uh, actually Japanese, uh, Brazilian, Brazilian Japanese, um, I believe. Uh, and Russian I, also. Yeah, I believe. Russian as well. Um, yeah. Brazilian, Japanese, and Russian. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he's born so, in, like, Gifu, right? Yeah, he's born, um, well, actually, I have, I have it down, I think, in my, my notes somewhere, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. But, so... 
yeah, so the, the character, Jiru, is a Brazilian immigrant who loves to rap because every, I guess, foreign <laughs> factory worker loves to rap in this show. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I do think, like, yeah, I think probably Brazilians probably have more of that kind of stereotype of, I guess, working at factories. I feel like maybe less so with at least African-Americans as far as I know. I don't know. Maybe it is a thing. I don't know. But, like, as far as I know. I haven't heard it. Whereas with Brazilians, I do hear that a lot more. Also, like I said before about like in the, when we talked about black people, there's no like Brazilian specific kind of, I guess, like discriminatory things that the um, cartoonishly xenophobic uh, factory manager says to Jiru at all. Mm. Which, like I said, I don't want, I don't need a slur, but I'm just saying, you know, there is specific stereotypes about Brazilians. I do want to point out one thing that I think is important to keep in mind, because his name Mm. is Jiru. As far as I know, that's Mm -hmm. not a Brazilian name, but it is the second half of Brazil in Japanese. Because, well, because you say Buda Jiru in in Japanese, so it is Jiru. It's like the second half. That's true. So it's like... They're so lazy oh, with naming God, the character yeah. that I just took the name of the country oh and took the oh first two letters God. out. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> this makes me wonder even more now. They call um, Kofi coffee because they thought it was like right. Ghanaian or something. Like they were like, Ghana coffee. Yes. I don't know. Like I really wonder now. <laughs> like I really, oh my God. You're right. Yeah, they do say oh Reggie. It's so, even in yeah, one of his yeah, raps. It's probably shortened for Brazil. <laughs> It's oh, like, oh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> they were late, so lazy they couldn't even like let him just you know have a real name. Like, I guess yeah, I guess Grayson yeah. got a name. <laughs> I guess yeah, he got a name. It gave him he, a name, a proper it's name. It's like I guess yeah. I, I believe Grayson does not impact the group as much as Kofi. Yeah, yeah, Kofi. I would say is the main. Yeah, he he's the one who's yeah. mostly interested. So basically, with the writers are right uh, are like, yeah. okay, this dude gets a name that sounds like coffee, but he is like <laughs> the main member. This dude yeah, gets a real yeah. name, but he has no role. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like even though he has no role, he's kind of like the leader though, because like. He usually mm. starts off the rapping. Like, he usually is, like, the first one to start for some reason. I think he's kind of the de facto, like, leader, mm. even though he doesn't have, like, a big part. Um, and th- I think Judo was kind of, like, just tagged on. They're like, okay, we, we can't have three black people, yeah. so. Um, <laughs> like, let's, let's put him in there. Like, that's what I feel like. You feel like Again, the casting like, call was definitely kind of character. Foreigners. It, doesn't, it doesn't feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was just, like, foreigners. Anyone I'm, I'm just Go. glad they, they didn't, <laughs> okay. like, make Judo be named the first half of Burachiru? <laughs> no god! Well, to be Razzle. fair, that they, I think that's already been done in Dragon Ball, so they can't have that happen in more than one property. Wait, what? Oh god. That is, oh, oh no, yes, Dragon there's, Ball a, there's a character in Dragon Ball, a little girl who's um, Vegeta's daughter, and her name is Bra. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Bra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say I'm grateful or happy but the fact that there's no indigenous representation means that they don't get ridiculous true. names <laughs> oh, God. oh no that's true it's like yeah there's none but at least they didn't it, you know it's like we talked about the last what the last series we talked about sometimes it's better it to just be. not have yeah. representation sometimes it might be it might be just better to not 
not be there. Um, <laughs> the Tibet's it up really bad. Um, <laughs> oh god, I mean, they had like indigenous if they want to rap, well, but... which actually, I mean, where are we to stop them? I guess. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like all the foreigners are just rapping for some reason, so I guess every foreigner would have to rap. Like, it's it's the law of the series, is that every foreigner has to rap. So, (laughs) oh my god. I actually want to see that show where they literally have a bunch of foreigners, and they're all, like, from different places, but they all rap. Like, (laughs) that's the one one common thing. Okay. Um, But yeah, um, so since there are, like, you know, because usually um, in most, like I said before, in most shows, most Japanese shows or most Asian dramas that we watch in general, um, foreigners don't usually have a very pivotal role in the shows. And so since this show actually has foreigners with actual roles, I mean, at least Kofi, like at least, you know, <laughs> that contribute significantly to the plot. And, you know, the fact that the drama actually talks about discrimination against foreigners, like actually mentions it, I would like to discuss you know, a little bit about the treatment of foreigners in Japan. So, yeah, usually foreigners are assumed to not speak any Japanese. And in the show, also, they are assumed to not speak Japanese, even though they were rapping in Japanese. <laughs> and um, also <laughs> this assumption that foreigners are always hugging all the time. These are kind of like some stereotypes of foreigners. Um, this comes up more in, like, the special, but, like, yeah, like, it's just like, well, all foreigners hug. And it's like, what do you mean by foreigner? Because there's a lot of different foreigners. But they obviously mean, like, you know, non-Asian foreigners. And it's yeah. like, okay, but, like, which countries? Mm. You know, like, you know, it's just, yeah, stereotype. And then also being told that they're lazy and that they only deserve rights when they mm. know Japanese well enough. So it's like, you only deserve rights when you can speak to me in Japanese as a Japanese person. But I'll never treat you as a Japanese like, person. So. It, it's like... Oh, you speak you Japanese. Rights. Oh, you're like a Japanese person. You you speak almost as good as a Japanese person. But you're not Japanese. Yeah. But you'll never really be a Japanese person. And you'll <laughs> never be like a Japanese person. Because you don't have special Japanese blood. So it doesn't matter. Flashback. You'll never be treated well. <laughs> like, it's never going to happen. <laughs> but, you should, but you should still aspire to it. So because I said when, so when, when people, guess, like, question my like ethnicity because oh <laughs> um, like <laughs> I'd be like no. speaking to them in Japanese and they'd be like are you sure you don't have Japanese blood and I'm like excuse me <laughs> that's so wild because I do have Japanese blood and <laughs> I get a lot of the I don't get everything but because I don't like look quote unquote Japanese enough to a lot of people I definitely get a lot of like the the microaggressions in mm. my day to day life, but it is uh yeah it's a lot mm. uh, sometimes, but it's mm. and it's it's always like, and I think it's also especially difficult mm. because people will hear oh your mother is Japanese but you're American, <laughs> and it's like uh, oh my God. okay and we we'll definitely can get into <laughs> oh, no. a little bit more of course but like just yeah the general. For some for some Japanese people, the the kind of image of what it means to be Japanese and it, the treatment thereof of uh, like mixed Japanese people is pretty interesting. Yeah, mm, yeah, it's mm-hmm. so interesting because like like you said, you actually do have Japanese blood, 
But they're like, oh, but you're not really nope. Japanese. But then Watanya is like, you know, not Japanese at all, has no Japanese blood. And they're like, but you speak Japanese too well to not be, have some Japanese in you or whatever. And it's like, I remember just, like, uh, when I was in high school, school, I went like, on a trip to Japan <laughs> with some classmates. And um, it was like for like a, like a kids who took Japanese class kind of trip. But um, there was a day where like I was hanging out with one friend who was, uh, you know, uh, a mixed, um, mixed Native American and French friend, another one who was uh, Chinese. And uh, throughout the mm. day, a lot of Japanese people kept assuming that my Chinese friend was the Japanese one and would start talking to her first in Japanese. And she would look at me like, mm. oh my God, help, mm-hmm. what is happening? And that was like the <laughs> whole day. And I would have to like jump in. And it was just, <laughs> it was really awkward, like literally mm-hmm. every time. Um, yeah. Oh my god! Oh yes, yes. I've I've seen that in action. I've seen it. At, like if I if I like yeah if I go with someone and I happen to have like you know a friend who's Asian, they will look exact only mm-hmm. at that Asian friend. Like they will not even look at me. Like it's like I'm not even right. there. You know, like they'll just like talk to them, and then even if it's about my stuff, <laughs> yes. But yeah, also uh, Gaijin hunters. We already mm-hmm. talked about Mari. Mom. Yeah, uh, Mari. Sorry, not Mari's mom. Mari. <laughs> yeah, Mari <laughs> has huge Gaijin Hunter vibes. Um, and for those of you who either haven't listened to our previous episode or forgot, a Gaijin Hunter is a Japanese person who like really loves foreigners and usually only foreigners. And they look specifically for foreigners yeah, to date and yeah. you know, do other like, things with. For now, let's move on to the casting. We have kind of like talked about it a little bit uh, earlier. But, like, roles for foreigner characters in um, Japanese media can be limited as, um, again, as we discussed. There's a lot of, like, perceptions, stereotypes, misconceptions, blatant racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you tag that on. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised you didn't write that. Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. No, no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, like uh, I guess the most <laughs> progressive non-Japanese character that, like, non-ethnic Japanese character that I've seen in like Japanese dramas ever that was pointed out was, and Faithy will love this because I think the most progressive is the Black Chocolate Chef. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> So our last episode that we actually released, um, Hanari uh, Dango two part two, there was a there was a a black chocolate chef uh-huh. for one of the characters yes. to teach her how to make chocolate uh, <laughs> for the main guy, and that, that was the most progressive. <laughs> he gets to be a chef. <laughs> you were the one that hey, black chef. Yes, yes, that is good for us. That's not a stereotype. Like no one's like, oh yeah, those black chefs. You know that's. That's good. I'll take yeah, it. I'll take uh, it. yeah. The um the food has to be chocolate, but yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. There's. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 It could have been something else, probably. <laughs> but you know, like a candy candy maker. I don't know. Something similar, but um, <laughs> that's very interesting. I I think. I, I haven't gotten to see a lot of, you know, dramas myself, but at least in the, the world of magical girls and especially mm. in the most 
kind of recent live action magical girl series the girls heroine franchise has had mm. some interesting hits and misses when it came to like casting of foreigners so like the very first uh the very first season had a half white half japanese like side character named rudolph who would always oh. speak in english and everyone would treat it like he was speaking in japanese very very then, interesting um, which was interesting it was a choice Aww. um he was adorable though like i was like oh it's like this is my son he's so cute but then the 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 main bad guy of that season hmm. was a was played by a thai actor but he was never acknowledged as being thai like he i actually think yeah i'm pretty sure he was thai but um it was like I didn't realize mm. until like I was listening carefully to his Japanese, and I, I noticed that he spoke with like an accent, and um, especially oh, the way that he pronounced certain English words <laughs> was more akin to like. That's how you know. <laughs> I decided to look up the actor. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay, and I was like, oh, okay, this guy is actually not Japanese. That's interesting. And then the following year, they had a half black, half Japanese actress uh playing one of the villains and then i have white half japanese actor mm -hmm. playing another villain um and that was a little bit messy but they were like purified mm. by the end of the show like okay. they, they became good story so it was like a little it was a little better and then by the third season uh they had mm. the main mentor character was a black and japanese uh, oh wow actor. Oh. yeah Wow, oh. that's progressive. I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. They're inch I see they're slowly inching towards having a main character. <laughs> like, no, 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 Faith. They're, Faith. They're like we inching. had this conversation, Faith. The only time what? when a black female character could be the main character is if there's like a zombie apocalypse. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Sorry that 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 was a bit of a oh, um. No. I, I guess mean joke, but um, it was a reference to uh, how in video games, yeah, ah, the very see, first yeah. black female main character that I've ever seen in video games is in um, The Walking Dead, Clementine. Yeah, and that's because she's a, there, there's a black character in yes. The Walking Dead, a black female character in The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. It's not important, but I put a link in the chat to the, the oh, character. Yeah, oh, thank you. No, thank you. I would like to see these. Yeah, I would definitely like to see these. Like, just to see, honestly. Yeah, especially that's the, the, mentor the mentor character. That's really interesting. That's the one I linked to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, his character is a uh, himbo, for sure. Like, <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. but, hey. but hey. Um, yeah, he's, he's very endearing, and I think that it is a step up, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. That's an upgrade. That's definitely an upgrade. It's like it's like the chocolate chef. <laughs> There's the also magical. a chocolate chef in this show, but he's not he's not played by a yeah yeah yeah. He's not black. He's not, he's not black. <laughs> okay, okay. Because if he was black too, I'd be like, oh my god, like it's a thing. It would be yeah. It became a thing. A fair stereotype and questionable at best, but oh, no. yeah. Um, but yeah, don't, it's just it's just this one character, but. It's very funny because he mm. has a brother who is played by a full Japanese mm. um, actor. And they're just like, oh, we don't see mm -hmm. the resemblance. And they're like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't question it. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. I need to watch some more, like, Magical Girl mm. live action It's fun. Series. It's, you know, it's high camp, so it's, it's a good time. Yes. Yes. yes that's fine. Speaking <laughs> of that, like, 
modeling and acting opportunities in like the Japanese entertainment industry is also something that we could analyze. Like, I I would assume it's very different for white foreigners. I I don't want to say foreigners like <sighs> visibly like, white uh, people. Yes. Visibly black yes, people yeah. and visibly Asian. Would you say visibly? <laughs> <laughs> because it's 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 the entertainment industry. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. They yeah, yeah. they look at yeah, your yeah. face and they go, "You're in this category." Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like you know, I wonder because I because I notice a lot of times when they have a foreign character, they usually don't have any other Asians because they're like, "Oh, well, they look like a Japanese person, so you wouldn't be." I guess they think you wouldn't be able to tell or something. Mm. I don't know, like. You know, a lot of times, and so sometimes they don't visually look different from Japanese people, but they mm. are different. So it's visual, visibly, visibly, or not visibly. Y- yeah. <laughs> Before we move on to the rest of the representation in this episode, we would like to take this time to thank all of you for listening to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you enjoy our show, please consider rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast app. It would really help our podcast reach a wider audience, and we would also just love to hear your thoughts on our podcast. It will help us know what we're doing well and what we could improve, and also it will make us feel less like speaking into the void. So leave us a review today on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Accidental kiss. Now, back to the podcast. But depending on like how the entertainment industry classifies you, yes. I, I make it s- like sound so dehumanizing. I don't want to do that, mm. but it is dehumanizing. It is. Depending on how <laughs> I guess either Japanese society or the entertainment industry views you, like your experience can be very different. As mm-hmm. far as I know, it's uh, harder for non-white models and actors to get roles or jobs, and yes. I I think when it comes to acting, I guess it depends. Like, also, like yeah, I would say definitely white, like especially modeling. White foreigners get like a pretty yeah big advantage. But um, um, I think when it comes to like being actors in shows, like if the uh, like depending on the Japanese level, maybe other Asians might have a better chance. Maybe like mm-hmm. I've seen like it, it it depends. I guess like. Like I guess on the Japanese level, and like or, like if for example, if they are for example, they grew up in Japan, or if their Japanese is really good, then they might have a better chance. But um, mm. eh, yeah, it it depends mm. if if they can pass. So as Japanese it depends as if well. they can pass, so they can be non-Japanese, but yeah, not too non-Japanese. <laughs> Just a Jap- mm. Japanese, but Japanese. Well, yes, I don't yes, know if much. that's better or worse. But black and brown actors are usually portrayed as like villains, criminals, and or living in poverty. Even in this drama, all the foreigners are living basically in poverty. (laughs) Yeah, they're making nine hundred even even Mao's family living well. Well, ish. I'm actually not sure about their financial situation. Yeah. What does Mari do actually? Does she have a job? <laughs> we don't know. It's a it is a mystery because we only ever see her at home. Yes. We only ever see her at home. And she's and cooking. cooking. Yeah. And she's like, 
like yeah. cooking and stuff, but she's I never see her at a job. I think she like in the special. I think she does go out somewhere, but I don't know if oh that. Oh my was god, a, she leaves the house. Yeah. That's right. But is it, was it a job or did she just leave? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's a mystery. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't know her financial situation, but I'm assuming probably mm. not the best. That's just from what mm. she lives in a very small house. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but it is a house. That yeah, is true. that's true. Hmm. It could be something hmm. that like was passed down. So it's, like, it's complex. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, could be. But yeah, yeah back to the uh, actors yeah. and models thing. Foreigner actors and models who were mm-hmm. born and raised in Japan are like not really treated like that. Like, um, what was his name? Miura Rodi. I yeah. Born yeah. in yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Gifu, was it? Or Mie? I, I remember I remember uh, it's quite close to... I, <laughs> hold on, hold Toyama. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was born in Toyama. Ah, Toyama, like, Toyama. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he is, like, way more Japanese than, like, for example, a Japanese-American who mm-hmm. moved to Japan. Not calling out names here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean like, he's like, you know he's uh, definitely born and Jap- raised you know, in the Japanese, culture like, kind of even, way. Like yeah, he's definitely like culturally yeah. Japanese. Like he's grown up here. Like even if he and he does have ja- like Japanese Brazilian blood, I believe. Um, but like even if he didn't, like if he grew up here, like he definitely would have like a Japanese, you know, more kind of Japanese mentality, yes. like a Japanese. Like I, I, yeah, I so hope he is, the he's uh, the comment wasn't. <laughs> Um, insensitive. Uh, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's fine. Um, I think that it's important to like, like, there's so like one of the mm-hmm. things is that there's like a lot of like legal issues mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. here that it's kind of hard to like get into. Like, so you know, the first thing being that if you are born in Japan, you're not guaranteed mm-hmm. Japanese yeah. citizenship yeah. if your parents are not Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to Japanese diaspora, there is, uh, and I think, like the two biggest countries this affects, uh, historically speaking, is uh, Brazil and the U.S. Mm-hmm. Actually, also I should say Canada as well, because Canada yeah. also had internment. You know, there's this thing where uh, if you can't trace your family back to Japan when you come back, like several generations later to Japan, oh. you can't legally be like Japanese no. right off the bat, and you can't use the kanji. For your family name, even if you know that this that's the kanji for your family. Oh no! You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is a big deal when, for example, your family has historically had all of their documentations destroyed or mm-hmm. you know lost property, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know that is that is an issue that happens a lot. Like I can't really speak to those kinds of you know generational mm-hmm. things because i was someone who was born in japan and was raised in the u.s and then came back so like mm-hmm. you know my experience of being a japanese american is very different from someone who say you know whose family has been in the u.s for generations but yeah the like it's there's a, a lot of uh, complicated connections in terms of like how you know the government mm-hmm. and therefore also society treats japanese diaspora so you know I would hope that uh, Rodi Muda is like a Japanese citizen, but we don't know, yeah. even though mm-hmm. he was born in Japan, that's not enough information to mm-hmm. go off of. And 
like also his name as well because I'm trying to think this is a really weird example of this but uh, you can actually see a lot of variety of representation of different kinds of like adjacently Japanese people in um, <laughs> Bachelorette Japan season one because uh, they had <laughs> which is actually very entertaining and has like the best possible ending for a Bachelorette series mm. but there is a lot of interesting representation like they have a Japanese American who was born and raised in the US but whose family is Japanese mm. they had a white guy who was born and raised in mm. Hokkaido I think mm. his parents were ethnically uh, or their his parents were Australian I believe mm. um, but I probably would have mm. forgotten because I almost never heard him speak English um, they also had a Brazilian Japanese guy who used a Japanese last name, but like he was raised in a very Brazilian household. Mm. His mother doesn't speak any Japanese. It's clear like the Japanese blood comes from his father's side, but we don't really know his father's connection to Japan mm. either. So yeah, That's it's very interesting. Oh. I mean, I know it's it's not a drama. <laughs> I know it's a reality TV. Hey, we but can it is we very can bend we can bend the rules. Like you know, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is very fascinating representation. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that's the most representation yeah. I've ever heard of, honestly. There's a Chinese guy. Wow, um, where where are the dramas like this at? Where? Oh, the best part is the Chinese guy becomes the next oh, Bachelor nice. Japan. That's so cool. I love that. That's okay, we are in the wrong um, industry, Watani. I think we uh, we need to change up. <laughs> The podcast. Mm. Okay. Maybe take that's a, why so many people TV. watch yes, reality TV. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's get into reality TV. Yes. Because <laughs> mm, it's more. Well, I mean, it's not really that real, but like it's 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 a little more realistic. There's, there's a little bit more opportunity yes. for diversity yes. in reality TV. That's true. Like, that's real true. life Even the is that's diverse. Also, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, everywhere. But yeah, sadly, um, they're not really rec- uh, represented in media. This diversity is not represented in media. And like, even adorations are not really represented much in Japanese media. Like, if they can pass it Japanese, they're like, eh, what's the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like the wording of that. I mean, it's sad, but like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it, honestly, because, like, you know, I mean, I, t- I told, you know, of course, we've talked about this before, and, like, you know, I've told um, Ayumi, I think, as well, but, like, it was so hard for us to find a show that was, like, mm-hmm. a half, you know, half a character mm. actually acknowledged as being half in the show, and the actor is also half. <laughs> like, like, that was so yeah. hard. Like, so hard. So hard. Okay, and so then last with kind of the foreign and actor and casting kind of experience. So how foreign cast members um, have been treated compared to the Japanese cast. So this is just something I noticed a little bit just looking on like different websites and stuff when I was trying to look up information about the show because I was like, oh my God, there are two black characters. I must find out like everything I can about them. And so I was sure. just like looking up stuff on like IMBD. Uh? Oh God, I can't, I can't speak. What is it? IMBD, IMDb, yes, 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 and like just like different sites that I could find, like just the character names and like different wikis and stuff that I usually use for dramas to look like up the actors' names and things like that for each character. And I've noticed that like a lot, like these foreign actors are not even included in on the cast in a lot of these wikis. Like I, I looked the typical like wikis, and there were characters that were barely in the show, but because they were Japanese, they were included, but not the foreign actors, even though they had a bigger role. 
And, like, usually I understand because, like, the foreigners don't have a big role. They're literally just there to be like, hi, I'm a foreigner, I'm speaking English, and then they leave. But, like, in this one, they actually, like, spoke in Japanese. They had, like, an influence on the plot a cup quite a few times. Um, They were there. They were reoccurring. And I couldn't find them on a lot of the wikis. Like, I think I only could find them on um, the official, like, site. And um, I found Grayson mm. on... IMBD. Uh, he was on there because he's apparently been in some other movie or something. So I could find his actor mm. pretty easily. But like, yeah, like it was really hard. Mm. So even characters like the sister, who's like barely in the show, <laughs> she's got like a credit like in one of the wikis, but not the foreign actors. And also like on the website, even the official website where they actually show all the characters and they have these little cute blurbs about them. The foreign actors do not get a clickable blurb about the characters at all. Like, like I'll have to show you the website. Um, maybe I, mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but like I, I've seen, oh, you've seen it. You've seen yeah, it. You've yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah. So that, like all the foreign actors don't have a little blurb. They don't. They, they don't. have a blurb for a character that doesn't appear yes, in the show. Yes. Oh, She's in the movie. She's in the movie. <laughs> but they don't have theirs. They don't have theirs. Um, and so yeah, it, yeah, it was kind of weird because they did play a pretty significant role in the show. Like definitely more than Virginia Woolf. Mm. <laughs> So, so yeah, it was a little upsetting that it was hard to find stuff on them. And even like I was able to, I was able to luckily find their Instagram pages, um, so I could find out a little more oh, yeah information awesome. about them. But like, it was still tough to find that. Even I had to find. So I found Grayson because he's actually been acting in other stuff. But I was able to find um the person who played Kofi through Grayson pretty much because he tagged him in like some mm. post that he did. And so oh, yeah, okay. and so that's how I found the other ones. I also found the um, person who plays Jiu as well through that. And so it was like I really had to dig to find these people. Like it was hard to find them on like the wikis and like the list. They just didn't. I guess they just didn't really. Yeah, they just mm. really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's uh, it's it is. It is tough, but I definitely want to follow them as well on the socials because yeah. I want to see what they are yeah, up to yeah, next. You know? it's, it's, again, very hard to mm. get yes. work when you're born in these, in these groups. So it's like really great when we can see that happen. And hopefully there's more of that I in the future. So. Like, you know, obviously I, I personally watch a lot more animated shows than live action mm. ones. So like the conversation of represent- representation gets a lot more mm. muddled, but like, um, so in recent years, there have been a lot more, I mean, it, it's also been the case before, but like, there are more roles for characters who are foreign or mm. mixed, but the actors aren't necessarily yeah. foreign or mixed. They just can speak mm, the other language well, you know, you know, there's some, like some voice actors who have been in able to work for a long time because they can speak English fluently mm. or French fluently or so on. Um, and uh, the same thing goes with like, there is actually a very interesting example. Of this is Love Live, oh, which yeah. has uh, recently, you know, they have, they have yeah, yeah. <laughs> characters now, but <laughs> they have, uh, they recently had added first in the game and then in the main show, um, they had a, a Chinese character whose actress is not Chinese, but she, I think, partially grew up in a part uh, of China, so oh, she is fluent well. in Chinese. But then there's also another character who is half Chinese and half Japanese, and her actress, her mm. voice actress, is Chinese. Oh, interesting. Um, so that's really that interesting. That is interesting. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, 
Also, they almost never talk about her Japanese-ness, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, we know that she is Japanese because she has said mm-hmm. so, but, like, she's very heavily oh, Chinese-coded no. as a character. <laughs> um, it's interesting. But yeah, so getting into the half-representation or hafu representation in this series, uh, I'm going to use the term hafu for this just because this is kind of the main term that is usually used and is acceptable, but we can get into, like, what the various terms are Mm -hmm. in a little bit. But of course, our main character for this is uh, Mao Machida, who is Japanese and American. We wouldn't know she's also American, except that uh, it comes up in one episode of the (laughs) special. I don't know how much it comes up in the movie because I haven't watched that Mm -hmm. yet. But um, we, yeah, we know that to be the case. Mm -hmm. And um, her actress, uh, Serena Motola, is mixed Japanese and Italian-American specifically. I think it says a lot that, like, we see this a lot with mixed white Japanese people. (laughs) It's like, what kind of white are they? Which is very funny because for me, I don't have that. Like, I think technically a lot of the blood on my dad's side is stemming from the UK Mm -hmm. and the British Isles in general. But, you know, he grew up in the South, he's from Louisiana, mm. and they've always just been white. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, yeah, there isn't any yeah. of that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, right. But, like, she's Italian-American, and there are other, there are other like, mixed white and Japanese mm-hmm. actors and, you know, performers out there where it's, like, what kind of white they are is, like, very heavily stressed. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, this is like, okay, <laughs> it really does not matter. <laughs> Um, why are you? Because they don't usually play those people anyway. Yeah. It's not like we know for a fact that Mao's no. father is Italian-American. No, no they never so. mentioned that in yes. the movie. You see the picture, um, you don't know. But yeah, so like, that is another thing. Like, we don't know anything about her father as far as how he is as a character. We don't even know, like, if he's alive. Um, <laughs> in the show, no, you don't know. Schrodinger, Mao's dad. Um, and, um, like, his, his uh, heritage does not seem to have any direct effect on Mao's character as far as like her everyday life and her cultural upbringing. She is, you know, living with her Japanese mother. They live alone together. We don't see her like using English. Like we could talk about the special more later, but like Mm -hmm, when she mm -hmm. talks to the, when we see her in conversation with the white guy who we've realized is Mm -hmm. named Ian, they're having their whole conversation huh. in Japanese. Yeah. yeah. And I do think it's very interesting because for me, I feel like this show, it's very much for Japanese oh, people. Yeah. And so it is like not trying to look at any sense of like realism or whatever. Like it would be very mm-hmm. interesting if she could speak English. I don't actually even know if um, mm. Serena Motola can speak English. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've never heard her I think, speak English. <laughs> I don't think she can. I don't think she can. I think I looked up, I read an article. I think she's learning or she wants uh-huh. to learn, but I don't think she Which can. Which is, yeah. I, that's what I remember and that's, from the article. That's another but, yeah. theme. It's like, there's this assumption that we can. Um, another great mm-hmm. example of this is, uh, well, one of my favorite performers, um, Avi Barazono from the band Queen Bee. She writes a lot of her mm-hmm. music. Her lyrics are about, like, you know, her personal life. Uh, not just as a, uh, she's she's black and Japanese. I believe her, mm-hmm. um, I believe her mm-hmm. father's black American. I don't actually know for sure. Um, her sister is also in the band as well, but she's a she's a mm. singer, so she writes most of the lyrics. And she has a song called "Half," and the very first line of the song is, "I can't understand English." <laughs> it's like, um, oh, I, think nice. I, I love it so much, and so it's like, but that is uh, that is a presumption of us, mm-hmm. you know. Like I happen to 
speak English and Japanese, but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. the case. But yeah, so it's like this, and this is very clear with Mao, and also I guess if she can't speak English in real life, it's the case with Matola herself, is that like, yeah, there's, you know, this, having this upbringing is very much like, what's it called? Like her, like there, there, for most people, there is going to be a little bit of a mix of mm. influence of culture, but mm-hmm. it is possible that you're not, um, it's not the case. Like mm-hmm. I recently learned about a half Japanese actress, a Japanese and French actress who was uh, big in the seventies, who was called Shelley uh, at the time. And um, I don't know what she's doing these days, but she was raised entirely by her mother because her mm. father was just not in her life. Um, she didn't mm. even know that she was half French until she was older. And it was like wow. a whole thing where it's like, well, you're mixed, oh. you know, you're half. So like, it's this going to be like a big selling point in your idol career or whatever. So it is, um, yeah, it's really interesting. But in terms of Mao's representation, you know, she's very clearly being ostracized for being Hafu, but it's never mm-hmm. explicitly stated to be yes. that. Uh, it's yes. mostly yes. just yes. talking about her hair. Mm-hmm. But it's why really... is it different? Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because it's not like all half Hafu have yeah. different hair. Yeah, color. yeah, yeah, of yeah. course not. Yeah. Um, there are so many ways to look, uh, to mm-hmm. be Hafu in terms of your appearance. But yeah, she is, uh, you know, she is fair skinned and she has brown hair. Um, she's not as visibly mixed as Jiju. Like if you look at her, especially mm-hmm. with her in her, you know, school uniform and like just the way that she dresses and uh, normally or like how she presents herself, you can tell, oh, she is Japanese and she's generally treated mm-hmm. as just a Japanese character. In the whole original mm. series, they don't really bring up the fact that she's Hafu. It's just like this thing that like, it's just like this unspoken thing. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing uh, with, you know, we have the, uh, in you know, the, the little back story, you know, with the, the story uh, from Tamogami mm. Sensei about like the, the teacher oh, and, you know, the, yeah. the student who had uh, brown hair before we never yeah. see that character's face in the back. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yes, could be Hafu. Could be just a just yeah. a like a fully <laughs> Japanese a person. Japanese, a fully Japanese person. Yeah, yeah. with brown hair. They do, they do exist. Like they do. Um, so, but but then, so mm-hmm. like he might be Hafu, but we don't actually know. But assuming the case, he was bullied for his natural hair color, uh, which leads him to mm. commit suicide, and or attempt to commit suicide, and. So like he, he is kind of pulling into playing into a stereotype, but it is true that like a lot of, like for both these characters, like a lot of Hafu are bullied for being Hafu, mm. and it's very much, oh, you are different from us. Like I want to sing. I'm sorry. I, it makes me want to sing the Pocahontas like Savage song. You're oh no! From us. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I thought of immediately. Oh no! That means you can't be trusted. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's interesting. Um, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> so so it's like this. Uh, it's it's this is this whole very complicated thing in terms of like how we uh, how they're treated and very much like with the foreign characters. And I think this is very much on purpose. Mm-hmm. The you know the foreign characters are not given any explicitly like specific uh, you know things. It's always a very generic idea of what foreigners are like mm-hmm. as compared to like specifically something anti-Brazilian mm-hmm. or anti-Black. And so similarly, like the an- anti-Hafa stuff is not really clearly there in mm-hmm. the same way that it could be, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah. it's, yeah, it's interesting. And then, um, as we already mentioned, you know, Judo's uh, actor is biracial Japanese, um, or at least mixed Japanese. I don't know the exact percentages. It's not mm-hmm. something that really... Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I could look up that information, it's not relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he is, again, more visibly mm. mixed. Um, I would say that my appearance is very similar to his in that, like, mm. you know, some people can s- figure out that I am Japanese, but for the most part, I'm more likely to not be treated as Japanese mm. by uh, Japanese people with two Japanese parents. Um, and I do think it is significant and important to keep in mind that, um, you know, Brazilians, Japanese Brazilians have a very particularly complicated relationship with mainland Japan compared to uh, other Japanese diaspora. Um, you know, there's been a lot of history of trying to, like, kind of utilize that diaspora to bring back more workers, but still mm. treat them like foreigners. Mm. Um, there's a lot of writing about this can do your, oh. your research but uh you know it is it is a thing i i, I have done the research into it yeah, and yeah it's, it, it's so it's a lot you know it is it's like even like for example like i might say that visibly we i might get treated the same as you do but being someone who is half white american and japanese mm. i have a very different experience mm-hmm. of the world uh in in japanese society compared to Japanese Brazilian or other mixed Japanese people. And, you know, again, like, just like with uh, non-Japanese actors, like, there is definitely a hierarchy of Mm -hmm. mixed Japanese people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to be, like, really, really something, like, super stellar or, I don't know, like, just, it's very, it's a lot um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. to, to get attention and, like, it's there's there's definitely the case of like people who are um, like non-white mixed Japanese but pass for white mm. and mixed Japanese. Mm. So there's um, Meiji who mm-hmm. is Iranian and Japanese. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, though I think in more recent years, like they've kind of added some other stuff to her bio. I don't know how accurate that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, she also follows a Japanese nationalist on Twitter, so I'm not like super ooh, cool with like, ooh. I'm not very aware of like her Oh politics, no, Mayday. Oh no, Mayday. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> um, so there's that. But uh, anyway, like, like she was my she was like my idol for a long time but like you know her her story is like like growing up in japan and not even knowing her own heritage for a long time mm. for her own safety because of like the anti-iranian sentiment mm, in japan I see. you know there's a lot of stuff like that and you know uh, definitely you're gonna see like even more or more specific kinds of bullying when it comes to someone who is half Japanese, half Korean, or half Japanese, mm-hmm. half uh, Chinese. Um, yes. I know I teach uh, a few students who are, or I have taught students who are half Japanese and half other non, uh, like other Asian, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mm-hmm. have a student who, when I first started teaching him, he was very upfront about his mother being Korean. But over time, he has stopped mentioning that she is Aww. Korean and ha- does not acknowledge that he himself is Korean. He's He kind of passes for full Japanese because of his name, mm. um, because his mother is the one who, you know, is Korean. Like, his mm-hmm. name looks um, Japanese and, like, 100% high or whatever. 
And um, I also know of, uh, I had a student who mm. was a uh, North Korean defectee and um, mm. she had, you know, she uh, like got into Japanese society. She changed her name, which is mm. another thing about like being in Japan is if you want to be mm. a Japanese citizen, you must change your name and mm. that often erases your uh, other, like, your mm. actual ethnicity and et cetera. Um, this is why it's very hard to get ethnic data in Japan. Mm. Um, and, um, mm. you know, her kids don't know that they're half mm. Korean. And it's like, like she was she was comfortable talking to me about it. But like, yeah. why do I know more than her kids do about their yeah, heritage? Yeah, no, that's, that's totally a thing. Like, I know, like, like people in those kind of situations or like even Japanese people who feel like they're kind of like out of the norm they always feel comfortable telling me mm-hmm. about those things but they would never tell like another Japanese like they would never right. yeah like, yeah yeah so it was just like mm-hmm. so heartbreaking to hear about it's like yeah, oh no like so sad. but it's like also you know she's doing it because she's mm-hmm. afraid for their literal safety yeah, yeah oh it's... yeah yeah no I don't I don't blame her but it's right. yeah it's still it's just so sad oh yeah yeah so unfortunate um, yeah so so that's it's like that's just like a thing that's unfortunate like mm-hmm. you know they can quote unquote blend in like i can't mm-hmm. i can't go around trying to pretend like i don't have mm-hmm. a, a foreign parent um it's just not gonna happen mm-hmm. but uh i know that you know for the for the people for whom they can like i would never blame them for yeah. doing so because oh yeah no it is like... just absolutely uh reasonable or like well, not reasonable. It's unfortunate, but it is mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's survival. Yes. No, I society, totally so. understand it. I mean, same thing happened in the States. Like, if you were black and could pass as white, especially mm-hmm. back in the day, you would. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that was the better way to live. Like, you know, you would, yeah. didn't have to worry about, like, being lynched or, like, <laughs> you know, having horrible things happen to you. Um, So it's, yeah, I, I totally get that sentiment. Like, I definitely get it. But it's just so sad because it's like, you know, people look at like Japanese media and they look at like Japan and they're like, oh, it's so like homogeneous and like everyone's mm. the same and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, there's all these people who are different, but they just can't say they are because then they'll be like literally just stamped out. Like, you know, they just will like, you know, be harassed and like, you know, it, it's just so bad. And that's why... It, it seems like it's like, you know, like that because people who are different just don't talk about it. <laughs> yep. It's all about not standing out. Yes. Um, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so to to get to the to like the different words. So as I mentioned before, <laughs> mm-hmm. I use the word hafu because that's like the main word that people tend to use. But this is, of course, referencing someone who has one Japanese parent who's quote unquote full and then one non-Japanese parent. So, uh, of course, that's very limiting because there are a lot of different ways to be mixed. So generally, like the, the most common words for people who have one Japanese parent and one non-Japanese parent are hafu, which is half, and w, which is double. Then more generally, we have uh, miksu, which is mix, uh, konketsu, which literally means mixed blood. Um, and then for people who mm. ha- have a uh, half Japanese parent in a Japanese parent or a half Japanese parent oh. and a non-Japanese parent, it really literally goes both ways. <laughs> wow, um, that's confusing. <laughs> very confusing. I, I remember doing research about this because I was like, when I have kids, what yeah. what is society going to call them? <laughs> so they get called either way, uh, quota or quarter. Mm. So literally all of these words that are have been adopted into Japanese were coined by non-mixed parents of mixed children or other surrounding society like 
literally the uh, the oldest video that we have of me as a baby has someone calling me Hafu in it. Mm. Wow. I'm literally like a child <laughs> crawling on the ground. Oh no! And uh, it was a uh, it was for like my dad used to be in a in a jazz fusion cover band. Don't ask. Mm. Uh, but yeah. one of his bandmates. <laughs> was talking about how cute I was and called me Hafu in the video. So literally the oldest video we have of me, I get called this word. And, you know, over time, like, so because of that and like his experience with it, my dad hates the word Hafu and he's always Mm. like, you're not half, you're double. And I'm like, Mm. that's up for me to decide how I feel about myself. (laughs) But thanks, dad. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, white father. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying, he's trying. He he is trying. I love him very much. But um, yeah, yeah. So, so it is, you know, it is this interesting thing where it's like, of course, because, you know, this starts happening from the time we're born like the terms and everything, the discussions happen before we're really able to even understand what the heck is going on. And again, you know, with the word quarter, you can be a quarter Japanese and three quarters non-Japanese or three quarters Japanese and one quarter non-Japanese. But that being said, the former is usually assumed. And then... To move on, can I just mention that like konketsu, like mixed blood, sounds like something that like... uh, How do you pronounce it? Draco, Draco, yeah, would come up with. Draco. I don't tend to try to yes. talk about that series, especially because, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. for a lo- even before we all knew that uh, J.K. Rowling was a turf, um, <laughs> you know, she really, really messed up with her ideas of what the rest of the Wizarding World schools would uh, be like. Um, so her idea mm. was all of Asia is going to go to one magic school <laughs> oh. in Japan because we all speak the same language. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> and the name of the school is Maho Tokoro, or literally Magic Place. So, <laughs> so yes, creative. But, you're right. So, you know, I think it's interesting because, yes, the idea, the use of blood is not as common in English as it used to be. I think for me, Konketsu doesn't sound so bad because I'm still used to hearing that, like, we talk about blood equaling DNA, right? Because this is like, these terminologies come from long before we understood what mm-hmm. DNA was. Um, but, you know, it's, it's so for me, I don't mind the word. And it's mm. generally, again, used, I usually see it used in reference to people that like, oh, we know they're mixed. We don't know what the mix is. That information is not public. Mm. So that's usually the context mm. for when we see it. Yeah, but like largely hafu wdu are the still the words that are commonly used, um, and then quota if if it's again if you know the information, mm-hmm. which people love to know the the okay. data, I guess the percentages. <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh, it, it, it's giving me flashbacks oh, no. of something not very pleasant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, like 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 when we say oh, people love to know the data. Data. I just think of like. I guess strange people who are oh, ask trans people about oh, their genitals. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I think that the, I, I mean, I am cis, so I, I could be overstepping here, but I do feel that there's not, there's not, not a connection mm. <laughs> um, to people just really big in other people's yeah. business. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, you know, these are all words in uh, Japanese. So I do want to also mention because, again, there are generations of diaspora outside of Japan. Um, so a lot of mixed Japanese diaspora misappropriate the word hapa 
please don't do this. If if you're listening and you use this word, please stop using this word unless you are mixed Hawaiian because that is a Hawaiian word specifically. Unfortunately, for generations it has been misappropriated at this wow. point, um, you know, by lots of other mixed uh, Hawaiians and uh, not mixed, I should say, mixed Asians. Yes, uh, by mixed Asians. So like uh, I have heard people talk about like, well, my parents use hapa, so mm. I use hapa or whatever. And it's like, it's very unfortunate because mm. it's like, I understand wanting to find a word that is generally for half Asians, mm -hmm. but because there isn't really like a true full sense of like Asian as a collective, as much as we'd like to think mm -hmm. there is one, like there, of course, there's no word mm -hmm. for that, you know. Um, so yes, hapa is a word for mixed Hawaiian people. So if you're not mixed Hawaiian, please mm -hmm. don't use it. Any case, um, you know, so that that is unfortunately something that has already been happening for a long time. And um, some people who are a quarter Japanese um, are referred to by their hafu parents as kwafu or kwapa. I have talked to other, I've talked to like friends who are a quarter Japanese who are like adults now. They hate <laughs> this word. So I don't know if these kids are going to keep, but again, this is like the Hafu parents are giving the word to uh. their kids. Just like, you know, so yeah, but I, I have seen because I'm in, you know, like Facebook groups and stuff for like Hafu, like community. That's how I kind of pick up a lot of these things. And it's always like, here's my Kwafu baby. And I'm like, Please, that sounds like a bad yeah, word to me. Yeah, like, I don't that does not know. sound, I mean, you know, not trying to, you know, just, the, but like, yeah, it sounded, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, that, that, that sounds very strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, finally, just to get into the, you know, general uh, representation of Hafu characters in Japanese mm -hmm. media. So there, you know, again, are lots of different things that can go wrong. Um, so they're often coded as foreign or other um, with their exact heritage not mentioned or just being irrelevant. If they're done positively, it's usually in the sense that they are otherworldly. So good example in recent years is uh, Anatsuchiya, who um, in the movie Sakuran, she's playing a character who is supposedly full Japanese, but she is treated as looking so different, like there's something about her, <laughs> you know? Um, Ayami Nakajo, who does sometimes get to play oh, half okay. Japanese characters. Mm -hmm. um, she was in, she was the one in Nisekoi. And um, I, again, I, I always tap that movie, mm -hmm. but um, most of her roles, she's not playing half mm -hmm. of characters. Uh, but it is, again, like that kind of same thing, sometimes even literally um, otherworldly. And then finally, again, uh, Shelley in Comet, uh, Kometo-san from 1978, like I mentioned before. So mm -hmm. uh, she played a uh, an alien. <laughs> The main character is also an alien, so that part's not super mm. weird. But um, she, yeah, she plays like she plays an alien, and it's like mm. she's the first other alien that we meet in the series, mm. and she's like especially strange. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. Mm. So so you know that's like the same kind of thing. It's just like again, like they're so different, like that they're not even human. Wow. You know. Uh, in the, the kind of context of this general society with most of the characters being Japanese. Yeah, and then, you know, there are tons of cases of non-mixed Japanese people playing mixed Japanese mm. characters, as you mentioned. This is mostly, this is especially the case in voice mm. acting, um, but but it's still also in, in live action, it happens. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> of course, there's this literal erasure of... Uh, 
of, of people who could be getting these roles mm-hmm. that are actually these mixes and so on. Uh, characters often use an extraneous amount of mm. English or another language in their daily speech, even if it renders them incomprehensible. So like mm. I mentioned in the, the other show, um, the, the Girls' Heroine series, they have the character who only spoke in English, wow. but everyone talked back to him as if he had just said the mm. phrase in Japanese. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's like... It's done for comedic mm. effect, mm. and he is adorable, but it's still really mm. weird mm. because there are ways to like show like it's great representation to have a child who is half of mm. like yeah, in definitely. a series like that, but like not acting like a realistic like like a, another Japanese kid. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, it's so strange, but but I, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, because sometimes they'll um, well, not with like kid characters but i know sometimes in american media too they'll have a character who like for example only speaks in japanese and like they're just everyone understands them even though or or maybe they don't understand them but they're just always speaking in japanese and they're just there (laughs) that's true why um (laughs) yeah yeah there was a lot of i think uh adventure time oh there was korean yeah there was the yeah lady Mm -hmm, rainicorn mm -hmm. spoke in Mm -hmm. korean but Jake, the mm-hmm. dog, who was her boyfriend, yeah. could yeah. understand yeah. her. <laughs> um, yeah. Adventure Time was a lovely yeah. series. But there are some things where I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> this is an interesting way to get Korean representation. <laughs> um, but yes. So, um, you know, it's often the case that their being mixed is a focal point of the entire character. Like, everything about them is related to them being mixed. I do feel like this is also the case for Mao in a lot of ways. Um, and there's often, like, not a lot... A not, there's not enough depth with mm. it. Like, they don't go into, like, realistic things, or, again, like, they don't really talk about, say, the other... Um, like, the other ancestry or, or whatever. Um, because, like, whatever kind of... And, again, I'm generalizing that their characters are mostly Hafu, but, of course, they don't have to be, like, this kind of... These tropes mm. definitely play into like other kinds of mixed Japanese people, but it's like most of the time they're Hafu and most of the time they're half yeah. white and yeah. Japanese. Yeah, so their other ancestry is either overemphasized to the point of being a foreigner or underemphasized. So it's mm. like, oh, you're basically mm. just Japanese. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, Mao falls under the, the, the latter in this mm. case. Rid of the um, father just so yeah. she could be that way. They're like, well, we can't have the father be in there. <laughs> could be. Then she would he speak totally English all the yeah. time, so we can't have that. So we gotta, gotta, gotta get rid of him. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that, like, I know of you know, I, I know there are definitely parents who don't use their yeah native yeah. language with their yeah yeah Japanese definitely. Child, so. I know some half yeah. and like quarter quota like people who. They have like you know a parent mm. who is not Japanese, but that that parent doesn't that parent can speak Japanese, and so they speak to them in Japanese yeah. at the home, and so th- they also speak Japanese. They don't speak any English or whatever their parents' native language mm-hmm. is. They don't speak it, and that could totally right. be the case for Mao. But instead, they're just like no, and we don't have any indication that Mari speaks English either, really. So right. it's like what did, what did the father speak like who, who knows like <laughs> yeah yeah like my my father can speak mm-hmm. japanese and i didn't start speaking english until yeah. we moved to the u.s yeah yeah but yeah and then and the other thing about that is like if they're treated as a foreigner 
They're also often depicted as being completely clueless about Japanese even culture they grew up in, and customs. Even they grew up in Japan. Yeah, like they they act like they just arrived. Oh god! In Japan. Even if they were born there and raised there, like, exactly. That's, that's just like unrealistic. Because I know kids who are not Japanese, like they're not legally Japanese, but they they have two foreign parents. But they grew, they were born here, and they're going to school here, and they act just as Japanese as any of the other kids because. Sure. That's their culture. Like, that's what they grew up learning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so it's like the, this general representation, you know, again, it's just very, it's very frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, getting into like, what this means for actual roles Mm -hmm. and opportunities for Hafu, and particular white Hafu, or a quarter Japanese people versus black or otherwise uh, other Asian like mm. just basically it's like there's there's a stuff for for white half and there's stuff for yeah. everyone else <laughs> um but yes yeah, so because white and japanese is the the, the quote-unquote default mm-hmm. mix being either white and japanese or passing mm. for white and japanese is really really mm-hmm. great um so i already mentioned meiji who as far as i know like she could she might have some white ancestry but it's like not clear but mm. the other one I wanted to mention, which is really interesting, is um, Kureya Masta, and uh, <gasps> oh, so okay, yes, yes, yes. So she is she's an actress and an idol. She's also from the Girls Heroine franchise. She was in the second season, and then she came back for the the fifth season that just ended. But she is she looks like she could be mixed, and no one knows if she's mixed mm. or not. It's like a mm. common question about her. It's like like if you search up her name. Like mm-hmm. Masta Kureya is gonna come up. Like, is she half? Like, it's it's very interesting <laughs> because like I don't know. She could be, but she could also mm-hmm. not be, and just be like kind of using that ambiguity uh, to to get those mm-hmm, roles. Mm-hmm. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and so you know, uh, if you're a black and Japanese mixed uh, person, you're more likely to be foreign coded, and more likely to get like negative roles or villain <laughs> roles, like I mentioned. <laughs> Um, plus, you know, they get the same foreign coded treatment plus anti-blackness. So. Yeah. Yay. Like, already, I don't need to. <laughs> oh, yay. Um, we don't I don't need to go into like what all that means. You already got into that faith. So, you know, all the same things that happen to a uh, to black actors who are not Japanese. They do also happen to black and Japanese actors. So, like I mentioned, uh, so uh, Maji Maji Pures, which is the second girls heroine franchise. They had two. They had one non-mixed Japanese actor. A white Japanese actor and a black Japanese actress. Yes. They all had black coated oh, hairstyles as well. So even the white Japanese oh, actor and the oh, non mixed no. actor had a black coated no. hairstyle. Yeah, it's this, are they it's evil. Like are you like saying the hairstyle exactly. is bad? Like it's an evil hairstyle. Oh my god, is that why the monster like the um the green face monster also had an afro? Is it just evil? Is black hair know. evil? It's, it's it it's a possibility. <laughs> wow. that's like um very, you know, this Imagine internalized uh, yeah. anti-blackness, and they might not yeah, even realize. Like, yeah, you know? evil people. Yes, black yeah, hair, yeah. evil. Um, <laughs> and a lot of the things that happen to black and Japanese people or yeah. actors can also extend to other mm. mixed Japanese people with darker skin tones, such as you know, Southeast mm-hmm. Asian and Japanese mixed people. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I yes. can't talk. I, I don't know any specific mm-hmm. examples, but I have seen it and I've also talked yes. to South Asian Japanese mixed people who have 
had when they've told me about their experience with police, mm. it sounds very familiar. Yeah, Hopefully. it's the same for Southeast Asian, <laughs> like you know, full Southeast Asian, <laughs> you know, fully foreign Southeast Asians as well. Like I've heard a lot of, um, you know, one of the people mm. I'm talking about, Watanya, one of our friends, he's experienced a lot of, you know, being stopped by the police, being harassed by the police, <gasps> like just just for just being there, oh. honestly, like just yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, and meanwhile, me, I'm I am white and Japanese. I have never had a single encounter with police mm-hmm. in my life. That's in, nice. In in the U.S. That's or in nice. Japan? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Oh. I know it's hard to imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, I did technically have a slight encounter with police uh, regarding, um, but that was more like regarding. Um, Someone who had assaulted oh, me okay. uh, got in trouble with well, police, yeah, yeah. and they wanted to contact me about it. Oh, well, it. yeah, that's very different. Um, <laughs> very different situation. That was more about me being a yes. woman in yes. Japan. They were, and they were doing their job. That's good. <laughs> doing the job they should well, be doing. I don't know if they oh, were doing their no, job they because <laughs> they... Uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they were supposed to contact me, and they... Oh, never, no, they never told you what happened. No. Oh, no. They... Never mind. Well, I was going to give them something. I, I mean, I know what happened to the oh, guy. Okay. So finally, you know, for uh, other Japanese half of life who are Japanese and other East Asian mixed, um, they can potentially pass for non-mixed Japanese, um, much like their Zainichi counterparts. So uh, Zainichi are people who are um, living in Japan and are socially Japanese but ethnically completely non-Japanese. So I guess it's very. I, I want to say the most famous famous example of uh, Zainichi in Japan right now is um, Furble, the rapper, who famously identifies as Japanese Whoa. but he is ethnically Korean. Yeah. So you know, different families take different approaches, like I mentioned, to this. You know, advantage. Quote, yeah, you know, of, like know being able to hide your identity. Um, because of the, the continued potential for mm. bullying and other kinds of mistreatment. Um, and a lot of, uh, and when it comes to show business, a lot of these people are like just hidden in plain sight. But usually if they, if, if it's found out about, then they will get a lot of negative mm. feedback. So this is where I have to mention the, the worst yeah. example of this was, uh, Hana Kimura, who was a wrestler and she was, um, becoming famous for being on Terrace House, but because she was half, I believe, half Thai, I want to say, she experienced so much bullying from people who just hated that she was on the show or were just like, just generally treated her terribly to the point uh, and just gave her death threats and so on. So she eventually ended up ending her own life uh, after all that. So it was just, yeah, just generally a very heartbreaking Uh, situation. uh, Yeah. It was just... uh. It was a mess. Like, yeah, it was, uh, wow. Yeah, awful. So sad. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I knew about Terrace House because that was one of the few Japanese reality shows that I watched. Not that season, but I watched, like, another season. I think they were in Hawaii or something. Um, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. yeah, when I heard about that, I was like, ooh, hmm, that's, yeah. Well, um, you know, it's a, you know, very unfortunate thing. And, uh. Very sad note. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, I wanted yeah. to just add this little thing about allyship just because, like I said, I think that even though this drama fails at a lot of things, um, it does at least attempt to show allyship, I think, at least through the, like I mentioned, through the 
um, Inoue character who is um, one of the workers, like I think in charge of like the foreign workers at the factory. He does stand up for the foreigners. He does take their side. Like when, you know, other Japanese people are like, oh, you should, you know, tell them to stop doing this or stop, you know, I guess, rapping at me, I guess. And he's just like, no, I'm going to rap too. Like, you know, and he's just like very much in solidarity with the foreign workers. And, you know, I feel like that's a pretty good representation of allyship. And even with like, I would say the other students as well, like they all kind of, and even um, the teacher, Mori um, Sensei, like they all work together to like kind of help break the rules, like in a, in a more kind of like, I would say more kind of subtle or I, I said silent resistance, but I guess like, you know, kind of like more subtle than like, I guess we would be used to more so in the West, I guess, quote unquote. But like, um, mm-hmm. they do join in solidarity. They do help each other out. And that is, yeah, they do. They do <laughs> so do the stuff. They yeah, they do do some talk stuff. They talk do the do things. Um, do they actually change? Do they actually change any of the rules? No. But, but, but they try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, that that's a good thing, and um, I'm glad my next section is not as extensive. Are you proud? Is it, this is a good thing. <laughs> well, no, I no, it's yeah, not. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I don't have to go through too much. <laughs> Basically, so sexuality and um, homo slash transphobia in the series is basically non-existent <laughs> and it, it's it's not just homo slash transphobia the sexuality is also <laughs> non-existent yes what what sexuality there is none <laughs> there is none no except Sora when he's like Mao is beautiful and that's and like basically it and now I'm become a social activist <laughs> yeah even like the world this drama universe is so cisgender heteronormative that like it's really hard to imagine anyone not being straight mm. except maybe yeah, maybe yeah. mori sensei maybe, being yeah. asexual He's an ace icon. but then we can <laughs> yes, argue yes, ace icon then we can argue that yeah <laughs> we can argue that everyone except uh, that thirsty teacher oh and um, Soda, uh, like except those two people, everyone is asexual. It could be, yeah. Mal could be asexual. We don't know. Yeah, we have no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We really, we really don't know. I just know she's not. We just know that she's not interested in Soda. <laughs> Yeah, like her answer, her her response to Sora asking her out on a date is so devastating they decided not to add it to the drama (laughs) (laughs) they cut it out it was like no yep i mean and even the special she's she's not like oh like i like you know like there's no there's Mm. nothing there's nothing there it's just soda it's just him like you know by himself Mm. so yeah who knows who knows but okay now Mm. to move on to the disability and mental health section which does have some things you know we do have uh quite a bit few things here um so physical disabilities so actually as we mentioned before the character azuma in the show has a speech condition so he often stutters when he talks and also the real life actor slash rapper daruma also has a stutter so yeah it was pretty pretty nice Mm. so it was a very 
and and the situation in the drama where like he couldn't really speak well but learned how to communicate through rapping is also very similar to his real life experience like so i thought that was nice that they added that and it was it it worked out well because it was based on a real person's experience Mm -hmm. yeah he actually appeared on like a nhk um show on a variety show and um it has such an interesting name mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think i've seen it (laughs) before maybe it sounds familiar. The varieties of, I, I guess you can translate the uh, title of the um, show as different data about the various mm-hmm. disabled people. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how to how to translate it. it. The Japanese always have like a way of naming their <laughs> shows and movies. <laughs> <laughs> is all I'm gonna <laughs> say about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, Watanya, the fact that they have the show, I'm just like, wow. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. They have a show, <laughs> and that this this um kid was able to get this opportunity, and that he's able to share his story. So I'm glad. This yeah. is this yes. is a good representation, Watanya. <laughs> this is a good. Yes, it, it is. It is a good representation. I I genuinely think mm-hmm. it's a good representation. Mm-hmm. However, like this show doesn't have any subtitles yeah. <laughs> like at all. in English or Japanese, not even on Netflix. No. Well, uh, uh, except no, the, the movie, movie. They're, like because they don't have the show on Netflix. They don't have the uh, TV show. Uh, they don't have the yeah. Yeah. It's only on Hulu and Hulu doesn't have any subtitles for this show. For I don't know. I don't use a lot of Hulu, so I don't know how well, much Hulu mm. has subtitles. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I know some other. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know how much they have subtitles for like actual like Japanese show right. in Japanese. Like, I've only seen like Japanese subtitles for like you know, for example, American show or something. So yeah, they might they might just mm. not do subtitles, which is also a problem. But <laughs> mm. still, um, yeah. So yeah, no subs. Yeah, like not not having subtitles, like and and this isn't just me speaking as someone who loves subtitles. I just enjoy having subtitles mm-hmm. because you know like mishearing is a yeah. thing and I like to know exactly what um, yeah. the actors are mm-hmm. saying but like more importantly having no subtitles makes the show like yeah. inaccessible to those who are deaf or hard of hearing and also to like an international audience if you don't have subtitles that people who don't speak that language mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. And like, it, it's not like I want every single show to have every single language, to have subtitles in every single language ever. Because like, we, we have automated captions mm. on YouTube for mm-hmm. that. And it's pretty shitty. Really close <laughs> enough or, you know, there's like, mm-hmm. like there, it's, it's not perfect, but you can use machine translations for stuff sometimes. If, mm-hmm. And it's better yeah. than nothing, yes. like absolutely nothing, yes. which this right. show has given us. And more ways And than uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because even if they had just had Japanese subtitles, that would have helped me a lot. Because yeah. like it was just so hard to pick up on things they were saying. I would just be like, I would have yeah. to stop and then go back. Wait, what? What? <laughs> like, what, what and especially, and this is something I've noticed in both the who who was it? What's his face? Sora mm-hmm. and Chu uh, Chuya. Chuya. 
Yeah, both of them don't open their mouths <laughs> enough. They're very mumblecore. Yeah. No, physically. <laughs> yeah. It would be very hard to read their, uh, their speech for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's yeah. really hard. It was really hard. Like, it's even, like, even, even yeah, my husband yeah, sometimes yeah. had to go back and mm. listen again. Like, I would tell, because I'd be like, can you tell me what this is? I don't know what they're saying. And then, like, he, he, he'd go back and be like, wait, 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 play it again. Like, because, like, yeah. they would yeah, yeah, for so sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I thought they were, like, what was it? Janice? Ah, Janice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, are, aren't they supposed to, like, be, like, idols or something? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. They're oh, Johnny's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that would mean... Jo- they oh, would... Johnny's! Okay, I thought you meant... I was like, Janice? I thought you meant Janice from, like, uh, what is it? The Good Place or something? I was like, what? <laughs> no, that's Janet. Oh, Janet, you're right. That's Janet, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Johnny's, yeah, they're yeah. Johnny's. <laughs> Johnny's, sorry. Yes. Again, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> about them fine. enough <laughs> it's fine but like i i thought idols were supposed to sing yeah and they do. I mean, do you they, sing yeah they're idols they do sing i think that it's also because they are technically they are acting so <laughs> i do think they are in character mm. but maybe a little bit too much so yeah i don't know if whether they're yeah good maybe they're doing actors the <laughs> or like mm. or not it's very hard to tell because I, I this is all i've ever seen yeah. either of them in, mm. but I I mean I've you know like of course you know Japanese acting like styles are quite different from uh, I would say Western ones but like I would say they're not the best actors from my yeah. experience of just watching a lot of dramas and like just also just mm. Mm, I don't know but I, I from what I've seen eh. but um that that, I guess that might just be me though I but, I was just also thinking if there was if they're supposed to be idols they would be singers and as i understand without <laughs> opening your mouth you would not be able to sing <laughs> yeah that, that's just yeah. <laughs> oh, tiny, really wait, technical there okay um yeah i think no, they like, just i I'd, think they just I'd, were yeah probably I'd in character take voice acting lessons like at like a japanese voice acting schools and like literally at every single like lesson the instructors like Open your mouth. <laughs> but that's for anime. That's for like like or, or voice acting. That's voice acting, yeah, yeah, Tanya. Like real acting. You can It's mumble. a little different, yeah. Voice acting is it's you know, cartoonish, literally. Um so there mm-hmm. there are certain mm-hmm. different expectations. So I'm very curious about your experience with that. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's mm. like mm, Yeah, I mean, yes, the characters themselves are not idols. The actors are idols, so mm-hmm. Uh, there are, you know, different people have different places. Uh, I've, I don't know, like, I have never seen any Johnny's Idols who did um, acting in something where they had to sing also. Uh, they usually are, like, actually mm, trying to act. True. That's true. I've never seen that either. And I've yeah. watched quite a f- yeah, actually um, quite a few Johnny's, like, acting, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've only in, seen a handful, roles. but it's so far not been that, so. Mm. Yeah, that's true. They usually mm. don't sing. I mean, maybe they'll sing the song, like, the theme song for the show, but, like, they won't sing right. any character, like, in the show, like, usually, ever. Yeah, that's true. That's mm. true. Yeah, I think they were just trying to be, like, you know, mumbling, yeah. you know, high school boys or whatever. I think that's just the, that's what they were going for. And they did it. They did yeah. that fine. They did that very well. 
I can barely understand. So yes, they did a great job. Maybe too good a job. Yes, <laughs> yes too good. Too good a job. Too yeah. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bit too yeah. good. But yeah, I just yeah, it would have been nice to have some subtitles. I think just in general, any subtitles, honestly. <laughs> now we'll move on mental health. Yeah, because. Throughout the whole show, I had been thinking about like how like Mao would like probably be scarred or like made into thinking there's something inherently wrong with her that needs to be changed or hidden. Cause like like in the beginning, he was like, "I'm gonna go to school without dyeing my hair," cause that's how my hair is supposed to look, and I'm a high schooler. I don't care. But she was basically bullied into changing the color of her hair and she did give in and Mm -hmm. she did sacrifice that part of her the color of of her hair Mm -hmm. to go to school and like high school isn't even mandatory (laughs) (laughs) no um but in the special her mother reminds her all the time like you don't have to go to school if you don't want to it's fine but she wants mm-hmm. to go to school mm-hmm. um again this is mm-hmm. again, we'll probably talk more about this later with the special but like in general we get a lot more information about like what she's actually thinking from there and you know she does mm. really wants to be a part of the school she doesn't want to stand out you know and so like if it wasn't a problem, of course, it would make things easier for her. Like, there's this whole thing about her being being bullied for her hair. Uh, is the idea. It's like, if you go to school with brown hair, you're going to get bullied. And that's the excuse is the story of the boy from before. But when she gets comments mm. on her hair, mm. it's because she's breaking the rules by having that hair. Not because her hair is brown. So mm. it's like this constant... Mm-hmm. It's like... It's, it's very much... Um, what's it called like it's it 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 doesn't really make sense it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy i guess right it's like well if you have this hair you're gonna get bullied but it's like because it's a rule not because of the hair color you know yeah yeah Let's see. Maybe I should watch the special i don't know i don't want to download hulu though i mean you can <laughs> use mine i got it i got it for this drama and then i watched handmaid's Fun. tale <laughs> Because <laughs> I hadn't watched it. Um, Handmaid's but, Tale. <laughs> yes. Because it's on Hulu. Are, but Because um, I had... I bought are you also too. watching a prophecy, Faith? What? What, what is that? <laughs> what? Sorry, that was a bad joke. Oh, okay. You know, the current oh. situation in the States. Mm-hmm. Handmaid's Tale. Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, the Chuya's Broccoli Kappa Monster <laughs> might be some kind of tr- drama because... His mother would always bring it up every time he did something bad. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the Kappa monster to come get you or whatever, you know. Which I, I really don't think that's something parents should like do to the yeah. kids. Um, like, there's a there's like a popular meme about someone who is doing that with their kids, where like, if the kids don't clean up, then the scary person mm-hmm. in like this full body suit mm-hmm. that has like a leopard print or whatever. Mm-hmm. will come in to clean up and the kids are terrified of that person it's it's their mother in a costume but like um uh. it's so it's like, oh the, but like you see this photo of like this woman in this like full body suit that's like uh, looks like almost like this kind of weird humanoid cat thing vacuuming and the kids look like they think they're going to die and it's like hey if you clean up oh. you won't see that monster 
And it's like, oh, no, those oh, kids no. have so much trauma. They're going to have so much therapy in the yeah. future. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Why do, why oh do people God. think that's a good idea to do? Like, I don't understand. That's like, a horrible idea. Yeah, it's traumatizing. Like, and then we got this horrible green face yeah. because of it. Like, I, uh, maybe the, the, the wig was supposed to be broccoli. Yeah, that's what I think it was supposed to be. But but the thing is, it it still looks yeah. like it's an afro wig, though. It's like I know it, it's supposed it to be, does, and they didn't does. have to choose broccoli. They could have yeah. chosen anything. Broccoli is also they could have chosen something more like, exciting. Japanese like, kids, yeah, don't really hate broccoli. Yeah, yeah. They talk about peppers, you know, like uh, what, like yeah. green peppers or whatever. But like they, I've like, never, yeah, I've never it's heard so a kid much be like, oh, not I a thing. Like, that, no like, one, I think it was. The movie Inside Out literally mm-hmm. had to change the localization mm-hmm. because there's like a thing with the little oh, girl really? doesn't like broccoli oh. and it didn't like Japanese audiences mm-hmm. in tests didn't understand that whole thing. So they changed it to green peppers. Oh, wow. Then why did they do that? Oh my god, did they do that on purpose that they used no. that for wig? Oh my god. Oh my god. But it's, oh. it's, it's, it's very Conspiracy. possible. But it's, because it's like, I'm sorry, but Afro wig, uh, even if it's oh a green god. Afro wig, that does not look like broccoli. You're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, no. It does not. No. And, he, no. and, and he did not like no. a kappa at all. He did not have a beak. He did not like. <laughs> no. It... Yeah, they have, also, they have plates like on their head and then like, they have like straight hair that sticks out on the sides. It's. Yeah, yeah, completely yeah. straight hair, so it made no sense for him to have an afro. <laughs> no, it was it was a very yeah, bad yeah. excuse. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of trauma, you know, the death of a parent is pretty traumatic, yes. and Chuya is suffering from that. And I don't know, like, losing a parent as a young person is not easy, but, like, he... He mm-hmm. literally doesn't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. Like No, he literally has no one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh god. That's even true. Soda. He he yeah. lied to Soda to avoid yeah, talking he didn't even about tell it. Him. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's sad. It's so sad. Right? It it doesn't seem like he has like, you know, he really talks to like his family either. Like he doesn't like seem to because his mom is always threatening him with the broccoli monster, so <laughs> he can't talk to her. <laughs> and then and the and the brother's right. working, you know, to help take care of the family so i don't think he really has anyone to talk to mm, yeah and mm. i mean mm. it's it, you don't get over something like that yeah. I, I don't know when yeah. his father passed away i don't think mm. it was mentioned in the drama i think they said it was right before he got yes high school, oh remember. jesus christ i rewatched that i rewatched that part quite a bit because they ha- it's a very like yeah it, it, yeah, it goes yeah. by so fast like it's literally like one little like mention and then it's like oh you know and then like it's like when um soda goes to play um pool with chia's boss <laughs> for some reason i yes, guess yes. someone had to go pit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and um, he mentions it to kind of his kind of in passing a bit like he's just like yeah his father passed away you know before he started like high school and then sort of like what you know like well he just looks like shocked because he didn't know and then like you know the boss the boss is like oh did he not tell you and then it never and, and the thing is, I found it so weird because they cut back to the scene of the two boys together and Chia still says nothing about that. And I was just like, uh, are we, uh, okay, uh, cool, and, and, I guess. And they're in their first year of high school? I think second. Maybe. Second. Yeah, I think second? so. I think so. Okay. I think, so. I think second. Yeah. Still, it's, uh, 
I believe Julia and Sora had been friends for friends since middle school. I mean, at least. I mean, and yeah. from the special, we find out they've known each other since they were like elementary school kids. Yeah, or something, yeah. Or... It would be weird for Sora not to know that, right? Mm. Yeah, I would. Th- you would. Yeah, think. but at the same time, like, Julia's whole personality is he doesn't like to tell the truth about anything. That's true. That's mm. true. That's true. Yeah, and he's always very happy-go-lucky. He doesn't really show like his emotions. So it's like trauma. What trauma? I don't have any trauma. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's true. That's true. He has that kind of character. So, Mm -hmm. but I still found it surprising that Sora didn't know. I mean, I know he doesn't talk about it, but it's like I I just assumed he would know, and then he didn't, and I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah, he would at least be invited to the funeral. No, (laughs) no. I mean, the whole thing about the show is like their friendship is so weird because. Yeah. They are both like the they're like the only friends in each other's lives, but they're still so different from each other. Yeah, mm. that's true. That's true. And I still feel like there's like there's still like a quite a distance between them, even though they're supposed to be like such good friends, I guess. Um, so yeah, I guess guess he wouldn't tell his friend about his father, and it, yeah, it seems like he has no one to talk mm. to really, mm. unfortunately. So the student that Tamogami's uh, groomer slash teacher tried to protect. But ended up att- he ended up trying to attempting to commit suicide by jumping into a river. That teacher ended up saving him at the cost of his own life, and so obviously the trauma of his sudden death still affects Tamogami Sensei, and also I'm assuming that kid as well because he ends up like quitting school and stuff. We never know what happens to him after that. Another mystery. Never mention him yes. ever again. But, <laughs> but 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 you know it, it went bad for him because he had brown hair apparently and so Tamagawi sensei still goes to visit that sensei's like grave site like like near the river and give flowers at least every year and uh so she goes to the bridge over where he died to um to commemorate his yeah his death the anniversary yeah, of his death apparently and also the principal's that teacher's that death well. also um, we find that affected out. the yeah. principal yeah, I mean, that's quite a bit that's speech to Sora right about following the rules cause saves lives <laughs> yeah yeah, he's like, oh, you have to follow rules to save it's, lives. Yeah. Something bad happened in the, in the past. <laughs> that, uh, was, that was that a re- was because, uh, because of the rules, result of it. the rules. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the logic is not necessarily If he had there, just dyed his hair, none of this would yeah. have But if you had followed the rules, this would not have happened. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, the Jesus whole Christ. teacher grooming thing, grooming their student. Yeah, you know. That would have never happened if that guy had just died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so uh, romantic relationships. And these are, yeah, all just kind of, yeah, I mean, not really. There's not actually a real romantic relationship in the show, but there's a lot of, like, it's mostly just I guess, sort of hopeful fantasies yeah. of romance in the show. Um, Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So Sora and Mal, potentially, but not really. Um, so Sora does this, like, in, in the end, like, in the last episode, Sora does this, like, weird math matchmaking calculations Hopeless. or something. Like, he does, and it takes up almost fucking ten minutes. Like, it takes, like, I counted eight minutes. Like, eight minutes yeah. of screen time. And again, and a 22 minute seven episode. That's a 22 a minute time. episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes, just for him calculating, trying to find a way to make yeah, him it's very weird, but like it's <laughs> math uh, it, it is definitely. I don't know about just, numbers, but it's certainly like a thing 
you know, some people get into like astrology. <laughs> some people do like yeah. blood type personality stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some people that are like just so sure that if they just mm-hmm. do like, like find the science ish stuff, they can mm-hmm. figure out fate. I can't say, well, you know, whatever. It's just numbers. Science-ish. Um, but it's a yeah. of like, oh, these two yeah, numbers yeah, yeah. are faded because of this yeah. calculation or whatever. And I'm like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, his, yeah, his pseudoscience. It's a very high school thing. point. Like, his, like, like, his, like weird is, astrology math. It did <laughs> that not he tries need to, to be do. such a lengthy scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. That's the thing. I thought they were just going to show, like, one maybe two minutes to it and then they just kept going and like even <laughs> Chuya was like um I took a day off school for this <laughs> like even he's like um no. can you stop but like he just like, keeps we, going we and it. the show lets we him and I'm like oh my god please stop <laughs> it's like he was already so boring and this just made him <laughs> like 10 times more boring I was just like oh my god please shut up like no <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> he, well, that's he has no personality. Yeah, no, like, like he's not like even a, coming like, you know, from me. Like, who, like, yes, he has no personality. Um, like, I really you can like be a nerd and still have a personality. And, um, I, you know, uh, know how quite to like math, be funny, but know this how to, was you know, too talk much. To people, but no, he's just like I'm obsessed with this one girl, and I'm gonna use <laughs> math to make us be together because I said so, and I'm gonna spend eight minutes of not. this 22 minute episode. Figuring out how we should be together. Yeah. And even though it doesn't add up that way, I'm going to force it because I want this outcome. And it's like, okay, sir, we get it. <laughs> like, please stop. <laughs> uh. And another thing with Soda and Mao, well, mostly Soda. Um, so Soda, when he does finally, like, talk to her and, like, I guess try to have a conversation with her, like, in the end, this is kind of his moment to, like, I guess, confess his, like, feelings or whatever. He tells Mao because she says, like, oh, I, I think I'm going to, like, the only mention we really get about the dad in the show, like, not the special, but, like, in the show, is that, like, he has, like, a motorcycle or something. She's like, oh, he has a motorcycle that he left, and I think I'm gonna learn how to ride it. I'm gonna get a, a motorcycling, like, license. And he's like, and Sora's like, oh, you shouldn't learn how to ride a motorcycle because it's too dangerous, and you're not suited for it, and, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. what? Like, do you I, even I, know her? Like, you know, like it's yeah. Just, Oh, no, no, he was... He hasn't been stalked her yet, right? <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, he's been stalking her. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> um, and but he still doesn't know her, I don't know though. how to do what I was saying about, like, you know, Hoffa being treated as, like, otherworldly. But she is definitely, like, in his mind, a manic pixie dream girl mm. type. But, like, she still doesn't show that at all. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. in his mind only. No! Yeah, the idea of her. Yes. Like, she's literally, yeah, she's, like, shining, you know, glowing in his mind. Like, you know, she's kind of this erethal presence, like, in his mind. But, like, in reality, she's just, like, a normal kid just trying to, like, you know, survive in life. And, you know, which I'm glad the drama at least shows that. The drama shows it's okay. She's just a a normal kid. But, like, for him, it's like, wow, she's so beautiful. Look at her beautiful brown hair. And, wow, she's just so amazing. Mm. And it's like, you know, I mean, I'm sure she's cool or whatever. But it's like... You don't actually know anything about her. You're just basing this based on her appearance, pretty much, because you don't know her. So <laughs> there's nothing else to base it on, right? It's just literally, he's like, I think she's attractive, so I want to get with her. And that's pretty much it. And they don't really get to know each other that much. They have a few, I guess, conversations, kind of, but, like, 
he doesn't really ask her about like what she likes or what she wants to do like what her interests are or anything it's mostly just like mm. he's like okay well i'm gonna help change the rules for you because i think you're attractive and it's like okay thanks i guess cool yeah maybe and i also wonder if mal was a boy would he be like oh it's too dangerous for you to ride a, a motorcycle like mm. you know i wonder if he would like tell chuya that or like you know some other guy probably not <laughs> yeah and then at the end as we talked about it's implied that Sora kind of like because like Sora is like you know asking like oh are you available like you know whatever this time to meet or something and so he's like asking her on a date but you know in the space in the special it, it hasn't led to anything I don't, but the thing is i think the special is kind of like in between episodes yeah right? it's not like i think the last episode after. is the only one that's like after mm-hmm. but even that like yeah. There is no resolution to whatever he asked, you know, what he asked her. Like, there's no answer. There's nothing. Right. You don't get any closure to that, which I'm fine with. I don't think they should date. But, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, like, but, um, mm-hmm. but, like, there's no closure. There's nothing. It's just literally there. And then it's, like, it never comes back. And um, then he just continues to like, stalk her. In, that's mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in the romance department, I guess, they so, did... Love? <laughs> like, do a comical take on Sora and Kirari as being meant for each other according to his, like, weird math logic. But, like, throughout, like, those eight minutes, he dismisses and heavily <laughs> denies that, like, he and Kirari could possibly <laughs> Has he not met be I know. meant for they each other. They would be other. so good for like, each other. Like, Therefore, like, Kirari was they're... just... Like, Yes, like so, so undateable like, that, that, that he can't even other. fathom the her thought. Her with her obsession with scheduling and him with his math like <laughs> thing, like oh my god, like yeah, perfect, perfect couple. I like, mean, I still, th- I would prefer like if I were to to put out my ideal, I would think again, Mao and Kirari <laughs> would be great together. But oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 oh definitely. <laughs> yeah, much more chemistry. Yeah, but like yeah, the way that like he's so dismissive of the concept of Kirani even being mm-hmm. an option is mm-hmm. so, again, ridiculous because mm. he's in yeah. his own world about the yeah, idea. Yeah, it's so weird, especially because it's like, uh, it's no, him. Like, he has sure. no, like, I'm sorry, but he's just like the most <laughs> plain, boring, like, just, yeah, like, there's nothing. He has, he has nothing. He has nothing going on. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, there's just nothing. So for him to be like, oh my God, like, no, not her. It's like, what? <laughs> you you better be glad if she if she even pays attention to you, honestly. Like, you should be happy. Like, <laughs> if she looks your way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of other... Um, um, well, actually, gonna yeah, Sora and Kirari actually could be suitable if Sora wasn't so, like, tied up in his own world. But actually, let's talk about a, a, a couple that uh, is definitely not suited for each other, but um, somehow, sort of... Well, not that it happens, but, like, she kind of... One of the characters kind of tricks the other one into, like, I guess, going on a somewhat date with them but he doesn't know it's a date so yeah so Otoa um sensei is very <laughs> thirsty for morty sensei like she is she is like going like i i, I have never seen <laughs> i like, think such, in one scene she know, literally like, licked like, just her lips she was very into Morty Sensei. Yeah, she pretty much like she also stalks him. She's a stalker as well. Um, she follows him to Mao's uh house um to spy on him. You know, going in there, she's jealous that he's spending time with Mao's mom, even though there's nothing going on there. But like, she doesn't know because she's just stalking him. She doesn't mm. actually know him, right? 
And so she, like, threatens him and is like, oh, I'll tell, like, you know, I'll report you if, you know, you're going to a house with just two women and no man. Because, you know, that's bad if you're a man, I guess. Um, And um, <laughs> and then, like, she ends up, in the special, she ends up, like, asking him to go out. I guess. Well, not, like, like to, to, to talk about, like, the discipline of the, the you know, for the students or whatever, because they skip the class you know when they had mm-hmm. the open school thing but the thing is like at first he was like okay we should invite the other teachers and he, she was like no no <laughs> like, and, and then like you know and then she get, she gets him again and she's like she asks him again and then she's like but we're, I'm not, it's only gonna be two of us and he's like okay you know because he just doesn't care like what he said he just doesn't care about again he's, so he's just like he's yeah so whatever ace, and she's like, like yes it's, yes he just doesn't no. see it at all he does it's he not really no at all she's like what is what is he's like what's going on why are you <laughs> why do you want to eat like dinner together what, okay sure whatever talk about kids okay whatever like he literally yeah cares. but she's like yes got him <laughs> he didn't like flat out no refuse no. her but the thing right. is, like, yeah, I think it's just but not on his radar. But it was very clear he was yeah, not interested. Yeah, I think it's, what well, you mean saying, I think it's just not yeah, on his radar. He's like, too he overworked. Think, like, romantic, like, or, like, you know, <laughs> sexual feelings are a thing. <laughs> well, probably, um, yeah, that's the probably teachers, also like, like, probably teachers everywhere <laughs> are overworked. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised any of us still have a sex drive. Yes. <laughs> Bad joke. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ultima Sensei sure does. She is she is raring to go. She is like, yes, Morty Sensei. Yeah, but it's so interesting in the special, once he, like, mm. accepts her invitation, mm. which is, you know, to him probably, again, yeah. unclear what it's about. But, you know, she, it's very clear on her end that she's asking him out, and she's like, it's immediately mm. becomes super giddy and, like, almost yeah. schoolgirl. Like, it's so interesting. It's true. That's true. She completely changes, like, her entire personality. It, like, that's what I'm saying. I, I literally think she was just, like, she needs a man to, like, calm her down, you know? Like, that's... that's I feel like that's the trope for, like, what's the, the stereotype? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know! That's yeah, what they have sure. no idea! But I think so. I think so. Yeah. On the other hand, like, Inoue-san, who is a, like, um interested in Mari, uh, Mao's mom. And I think it's the first time they met each other. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> he asked her because, to marry um, him. Because was it like... Um, <laughs> right. I think it was the first day they met. And he was like, would you marry me? Kofi uh, was like looking through the window and like she didn't seem to know him, right? So I'm assuming she didn't know him. She probably didn't know the other like, yeah. you know, factory workers. I'm assuming. And she's assuming. like, so, yeah, not um, the first time no. you met her. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, Editing Faith here. So we spent so much time on this episode that we were just so tired after it that we completely forgot to actually record an outro. So this will substitute that. We would like to thank you all as always for listening to our podcast. Sorry it took so long for this episode to come out. It There's just really been so much going on, but it's finally out here to you all and we thank you all for continuing to listen to us even though we're not very consistent with uploading. So thank you all as always. And we'd also like to again thank Ayumi for being a guest on this episode. We spent so much time recording, but you know, Ayumi is really a champ and always came each time and it was always a fun, always a blast. And if you all really like our podcast episodes and are 
into what you're hearing here, please feel free to leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find us. You can do it on Apple Podcasts and I'm sure on any other podcasting platform that you use. If you could just rate and review us, that would be really, really helpful to us. Also, we would love for you to contact us. Like, we'd love to know who's listening to us, what do they think of the episodes, because sometimes it really does feel like we're just talking into the void. So please contact us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Accidental Kiss, all lowercase. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Kiss underscore Accidental. And that's also all lowercase. Or you can email us at kiss.accidental at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time where we'll talk about Black School Rules Part 3. Bye! Complicated